This podcast is brought to you by JList.com. JList.com always has the newest and hottest import PC and console games. Right now, they've got Konosuba, God's Blessing on this wonderful world, Sword Art Online, Hollow Realization, Steins Gate Divergence, Dead or Alive Extreme 3, Clannad, Super Robot Wars, Kantai Collection, Girls in Panzer Tank Match, and hundreds more, most of these being on PS4, Switch, and PC. So head over to JList.com and select from their seemingly endless variety of games for PC and consoles straight from Japan. And now it's time to start the podcast. I was going to say, Mitsugi asked you guys, hey, you know, tell, tell one other person about this podcast, spread the word. This guy out here birthing new fans. All thousands of you that listen, if we all have a thousand bajillion babies all at once, then we win. That's I right. I strongly disagree with all of this. <laughs> Everyone strongly go disagree. out and have a kid. Okay? We're forging fans in the fire of the womb. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Yo, welcome to episode 480 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where we, Mason, what are we dedicated to doing, man? Um, I'm pretty darn sure it's to making all of our, including yours, anime addiction worse. Hell so yeah. Much worse. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> we are so happy to be here. We got a lot of stuff for you guys today. If you guys want to check us all out, we are on aapodcast.com. Um, and I'm here with some friends. As I mentioned, I'm here with Mason. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm here with... Oh, I was going to say I'm burning alive up here in Connecticut. It's like 95 Dude, degrees out. New York yeah. ain't any better. And that voice right there was Mandy. What's up? Hi, I'm also burning up. It's 91 degrees right now. You know and who- I had to turn off my AC because it's stupid loud. <laughs> you know who's not burning up, though, is our boy Mitsuki. He's also here I'm with burning us. with passion. Okay, that's I'm excited what I like to, to hear. be here. I just came <laughs> off another mountain. I was I was defeated this time. You were defeated, but you'll get you'll get revenge though. But you'll hear about it on Hobby Addicts. Hundred percent. Talking about Hobby Addicts, if you want to follow, if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, check out our website aapodcast.com. If you want to check out stuff like the Hobby Addicts, the hentai episodes, the after parties, a whole bunch of stuff, up to eight additional podcast episodes per month. Uh, you can check out aapodcast.com slash join. You can check us out on Facebook, h- uh, www.facebook.com slash groups slash aapodcast. And of course, we are on Discord, our ever-growing anime high school on the internet. Uh, if, you, if, you go to the, if you go to the website, you can find a link at the top. You click it, you join the server. You can join Health Club with Mason. You can join Manga Club with Mandy. Um, you guys want to give updates on that? You go first, Mason. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet now, but... The first week of Health Club just ended. We had a pretty good amount. Almost everyone who signed up for it uh, completed the first week. We're just started up the second one. So if you're thinking about joining, it's definitely not too late. 
Uh, we awesome. put in some. I put in a very embarrassing incentive to release a, uh, a video that I made a long time ago. Uh, so if you want to oh. see me embarrass myself, get on that. And uh, is it the Yuridian Ice one? Yeah, yeah, dude, that video is sick. Holy shit! <laughs> but uh, yeah, and the, as if you don't start now, we're only gonna get more difficult as the show dumbbell releases yeah. more stuff so get in while the getting's good but uh it's off to a good start all right thanks my Mason. body hurts that means you're doing it probably <laughs> right doing a thing i <laughs> that or i broke every bone in my body Hopefully right <laughs> all right so what's up with manga club mandy hi so last week we read uh house of the sun this one we are reading a silent voice and oh. that will be on july 24th books nice. one and two you could come to our Discord and go to the Manga Club channel, and then you can look at the pin notes to find out the dates, chapters, what we are currently reading, what's coming up, and everything else. Awesome. So yeah, I think uh, I think uh, A Sound of Voice is actually finally on Netflix too. It's been there for a little bit now. But yeah. if you want to watch the movie, mm-hmm. you can also do that after reading the first two books. So for today, for the 480, which is such a nice number, we have the topic, which is going to be a good old anime Shark Tank episode. And for our review, I've written it for you. This doesn't happen very often. In cash, I know because I like to watch it flow. When I ask valuation, I want no hesitation. Are you worth $10 million? Hell no. Hell no, biatch. Dude, Mr. Wonderful is such an asshole. (laughs) Get out of here with that shit. But, uh, and on top of that, we're going to review the glorious Mob Psycho 100 season two. So if you want to. Check that all out. If you want to hang out with us for the a stupid amount of time that we record, please stay tuned. Okay, you guys all good? Ready to go? I just want to say one ah. more. I, I just want to say one more thing. Okay, I, go ahead. We, we we haven't really pushed this, and I think we should start. I think that the most powerful marketing for this podcast is word of mouth. And I challenge everybody that listens to tell one person about the podcast. And I think that yeah. that could be could be very big for us. So that is your anime addicts mission for this week. Uh, yeah, just to tell work. one single person about the podcast that you think might be interested. Spread the addiction, fam. We're all That's we're right. all addicted. You know, we can't just. The only way to make it better is just to addict everyone else. You know what I'm saying? That's right. We have to spread it like we have to spread it like like a plague, like a disease. Yeah. Spread your anime yeah. disease to someone else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you won't be lonely anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> that all sounds great. So let's get the show going with the big news of the week. It's time for big news of the week. This is kind of a tough week for news. There wasn't like a lot going on. Yeah, we got rumors. I got a ton of news. Oh shit! When I went through the uh, good, bad moe, and I but got a lot of good stuff. Thankfully, someone leaked a shitload of of models, presumed models. It's a rumor, but they sure look real. From Universal Studios Super uh, Nintendo World, which needed to happen a long time ago. I don't know why it's been why it's taken this long. But if you click the link in the document, some of these photos look amazing. Like, I'm so amped up for this. I mean, it is, I'm so excited. There's, they've got a, a photo of Donkey Kong Country World and a photo of, uh, like, I guess, Mushroom Kingdom, I guess you would call it maybe. And I want to stick these photos in the live stream thing for people to look at. Oh, I already put the link in there. Oh, you did? So this is like um, a Universal Studios like area or like component of it of like that's going to be a real world like place in Osaka. 
they're, is that they the plan? are where are they oh yeah it's in osaka open uh, opening up summer 2020 so Ooh. i mean it looks it looks amazing yeah i want to go today if it was yeah. possible there's yeah. i see a mario kart section that looks like a ride of some kind there's high bumper cars <laughs> maybe it could be could be bumper cars there's like a mountain that has like you know mario how you have all yeah like the different mountains like the multi multi-tiered like mountainscape with the blocks and the pipes you drop jump into and it just looks I don't know. It looks like everything that I wanted, that I, that I would want from this. There's um, the the Donkey Kong section has a like a bunch of water rides, um, some roller coaster looking rides with where you're in like mining carts, which is very like Donkey Kong. And um, some people were trying to validate whether this was real or not. And I guess in the model, there's some sort of um, there they've included some what are some patents that Universal Studios uses for their roller coasters. Then they've they've included that design into the mining cart of the model, uh, which they think is lending more validation to the fact that this is real. And I guess there's like some hidden vertical tracks that are used to um, sort of surprise people by having the by creating like jumps and twists and and stuff like that in in the roller coaster ride. So I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel about this? Is this like I'm does, surprised. Does this excite you? I'm surprised there isn't a zone or area somewhere in the world that like recreates like what it's like to move through like a Mario world. Cause it has such a distinctive look and it seems like it would be easy to recreate aesthetically. Like the 2d experience. Yeah. I don't know if that's possible to completely immerse yourself in. Cause we can't see, we like, you know, well, I like, guess I meant like just in? the very like blocky ways of like going up things or I don't know. I feel like it's got such a clear w- look to it that it'd be easy to, kind of incorporate that into the real world some way. Just like a, a play place for kids or something like that. I mean, maybe well, it does it could, have It could maybe. be inside. It could it be might inside. might have that. I mean, Universal yeah. Studios has does so much with, with, uh, with the 3D glasses and stuff. You know, they could... They've done amazing things with Harry Potter. You know, I'm sure that they can find things with current technology to simulate just about anything. Um, I just think it looks really exciting. And I, I just want to... I just want to have a section where I can like jump through drain pipes and have it be like slides and have it like yes a- as if you're being like teleported from one area to another jump through a drain pipe and slide down it and then pop out someplace else that's totally different like that is they can have a a water theme park like that where you go down it and then you end up in the water world hell yeah and I want to ride and then you I hate yourself because it's the water world <laughs> I want to ride Yoshi yeah it's just, so. it's just a horse with a green face mask. <laughs> Still counts. Still I'm wondering. Counts, I don't see anything relating to Kirby in here. You know, I um, I think that there's like a lot. Nintendo has so many properties that lend itself well to to a sort of a theme park setup. While all I see here is like Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong. I mean, think about it. You could have Kirby. You could do um. Star Fox, maybe? I mean, there could easily be a Star Fox ride. I mean, come on. Kirby would be the food area, the food court. The food court. <laughs> so, is this something that you guys, that you feel like you would travel to Japan to experience? I mean, is this a big Hell yeah. big enough of a win for you that you would go all the way to Osaka in 2020 to experience Super Nintendo World? Yeah, I think, like, it, would, it wouldn't become, like, the reason I go to Japan ever, but if it's there, I'm gonna go, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, same for sure. Like, 100%, like, 
if it's if it's ready by the next time I go to Japan, like I'm going to this thing for sure. We were we were we were discussing a quarter one 2021 Japan trip. Is that worth yeah, baking baking Osaka into into the Japan trip for the podcast to hit up into the Nintendo world? Thousand percent. Thousand percent. All right, start saving your money, people. Oh yeah, um, start saving. Yeah, okay. In general, even without this, just save your money because retirement. We balled good. out. We balled out last time. Yeah, it's only worth going <laughs> if we all dress in the Mario outfit. Oh, we have to. Just run around like oh, a bunch shit. of goobers. I'm going to be Princess Peach for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. Like I said, a Mickey Mouse ears would be Mario hats. And the mustache, yeah. Can I get a Tanuki suit? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh you God, absolutely yes. need to be the <laughs> raccoon well, Mario. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> wow. I can just see it. Anime AAA Podcast Japan Trip 2021. And one of the requirements to go is you have to bring a costume to wear when you when we get a yeah. Super Nintendo World. Well, they let us in. Oh, for sure. Like, man, these foreigners are trouble. Kick these them out. These fucking they, gaijin are so weird. I've got that Waluigi game on point. They absolutely, <laughs> they absolutely would let us in. Uh, All right. Well, that's exciting. Um, Another news that came out that a lot of people have been sharing is uh, they put out a trailer for the CG Lupin the Third movie. And it actually looks really good. I'm really excited about it. Is that the uh, Lupin the Third the First? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's all CG, and it looks really nice. I'm going to put the uh, article in our live stream notes, so you can check that out. All right, let's let's uh, let's zip through some Enzo Senpai Notice Me Corner. How about that? Yeah. Join us in Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner. Okay, so this is Enzo Senpai's Notice Me Corner, where you guys can submit things you're working on, things you've accomplished, because we want to shout you out and let you know that you're doing a good heckin' job. And, you know, it helps other people feel motivated, too. So this one comes in from Black Kid Boo, and they say, My fiancé just gave birth to our daughter, Sky Emery. Hell yeah! I won't, I won't read the last name, but Sky Emery. Welcoming a new anime addict to the world, Hari Emoji. Dude, that is the fucking best thing ever. That's I right. personally... Um, I don't. It's not in my near future at any point, hopefully. But I definitely can't wait to be a dad. I I can I can only imagine how happy you must be feeling, man. Congratulations to you and your fiance. Hopefully, your fiance turns to wife soon. I'm looking wife forward who? to that, man. Thanks. Is it wife Thanks for sharing. That's beautiful. Is it is it, is it, is it fiance to wife or fiance to waifu? Yeah, let's go with waifu. Why okay. not? That's dedication. <laughs> Smith's at- Yo, Black Kid Boo, by the way, write into me. What's the first anime you're going to show Sky? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, that. I need to know that. I was going to say, Mitsugi asked you guys, hey, you know, tell tell one other person about this podcast. Spread the word. This guy out here birthing new fans. Dude, that's yeah, dedication is- to the brand. <laughs> birth is, a new- I'll create them myself. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, we're not playing games around here. We're straight up birthing new anime addicts. Raising yeah, an army. If every one of you could just have a child. Dude, that's make them gonna an solve anime our All thousands of you that listen, if we all have a thousand bajillion babies all at once, then we win. That's I right. I strongly disagree with all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go disagree. out and have a kid. Okay? We're forging fans in the fire of the womb. That's what I'm saying. That's what you say. We saying. should just keep on moving. We should just, just keep going. All right, next lecture. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, partner. I seen you riding in on that dusty trail. Welcome to the good, the bad, 
and the Moe. I feel like the title of this episode needs to be Forging Fans in the Womb. Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> the good Monsters Urasawa, who is a very well-known manga, art, manga, manga author, draws a poster for a charity rally car event, and the poster looks really cool. Uh, yeah, it does. Amazing, actually, the artwork. And uh, the charity is going to be supporting the 2011 earthquake and tsunami, uh, which affected, you know, the Miyagi Prefecture. There's... The, the devastation from that earthquake is such that, you know, they'll be, they need so much money to recover that, you know, they're, everybody's doing their part. Poster reads, Go, go, rally in Tohoku, classic car meeting 2019 with Urasawa's rendition of the founder and actor Toshiaki uh, Karasawa. So, for those of you that don't know who, who Urasawa is, he was the, he's the manga, manga author behind uh, Monster, 20th Century Boys, very well known and very um, well loved author. Katasawa jokingly apologized for using, quote, drunken energy to convince Urasawa to, <laughs> to participate in the event. <laughs> Don't apologize. Um, the bad, Yen Press issues an apology for mistakenly announcing the Persona 5 manga in English during Anime Expo. Ooh. Yen yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's going to suck. Yep. Yeah, so they said, to be clear, Yen Press has not been granted the right to publish these titles in English and apologized for the confusion. Someone got their ass whooped. Yeah, if someone were, got fucked up. Yeah, someone got fired. If you were ex- excited for the announcement, then you may be disappointed. As of right now, no one has a license to an English release. For the Moe... I love our Moe. This is really weird. For the Moe, <laughs> a Buddhist temple installs picture scrolls of historical figures as naked anime boys. No what fucking the hell? way. I put what pictures in our live stream the for the link. This, this is... <laughs> This is peak. This is a, we live in a weird timeline. Peak anime. This is weird wild peak anime. Some Buddhist out there is like, you know what, fam? I've been holding this in a long time, but I listen to the Anime Acts Anonymous podcast, and I'm living my truth. And he just put up all these naked anime boys. Yeah, he's nice. like, we want them to come to Niigata on their next him. visit. We need to convince <laughs> them with boys. In a, in, in a tribute to Mandy, the, the manga mama and the lover of boy butts. Ah, uh, this, this makes is sense. Clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Kokuji is an homage to our to our arcanist in the group, which is Mandy. Kokuji Temple in Niigata Prefecture has decorated its walls with naked anime boy versions of historical figures. <laughs> the temple has has posted a video online of what the walls are currently look like. The illustration no. is done by Ryoko Kimura. Uh, the temple's chief priest, Kotetsu y- Yamada, said, quote, It may have some simulating parts, so there may be what? some opposing views, but it will be in- but it would be instructive to learn whether this kind of measure will, will be able to break through the stagnating status quo. My God. Wow. Mandy, they... It's also free to go to. If you want to go to Japan and see anime Mandy's already temples, booked her flights. I will. Yeah, Mandy, oh Mandy booked already, dude. She's already there. She's broadcasting from Japan. I, I actually helped them set it up. Oh, of course. She were a consultant. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, this is, a, this is a temple to Mandy. J- yeah. Just another yeah. thing for us to do in the next Japan trip. Yeah, let's, oh, go, let's shit, go pay. We? we have to go. We have to go pray to Mandy at this temple. But pray to anime naked anime boys. Yeah, to, that's <laughs> how we channel you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, now I know we're all very excited about the retro dive. Actually, you know what? Oh, Enzo's, yeah. Enzo's Mason's le- gonna have to help me with this. Enzo's leading this episode. What am I doing? You're you're covering the sections that you're good at. Take but it, take it, my brother. As I am leading this episode, fam. Sometimes we have to think back and remember that anime was great. For, for a long time. And therefore, we have this segment called The Retro Dive. 
昔に帰ろ It's time to dive into the past with a retro dive. Let's try、so、to keep for this. this retro dive. We、Let's、have. Keep it under an hour. Yeah, okay. We have, for this short, I tried my best. I wrote a lot. For this short retro dive, we have Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> yeah, I finally finished Mandy, all of it、Mandy、within like two it. weeks. Yeah, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. But I think the only other, other person here who has seen all of it is Mason, so Mason's going to have to help me out with this. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, I've never finished it. But yeah, Jesus so, Christ. So, Legend of the Galactic Heroes is very well known throughout our community. It is, a, you know, one of the most highly rated anime of all time. It's a pillar. And、man. when I originally went into it, I was like, you know, skeptical. Like, is it really worth like a nine on Mal? Afterwards, yes, it 100% is. <laughs> so, it is a 110 episode OVA that aired between 1988 and 1997, for those who do not know. It was、um, directed by Noburu Ishiguro and was adapted by Artland, Madhouse, and Magic Bus. And it's based on a light no- or sorry, not light novel, a novel series by Yushiki Tanaka, and those are 10 volumes long. And what is Legend of Galactic Heroes for people who don't know? A mass, it's a massive space opera that follows a war between the Galactic Empire and the Free Planets Alliance that has been going on for nearly a century. Two brilliant tacticians are now determined to end this war either by coexistence or complete dominance. And we reviewed the first season of the remake, and I think we all reviewed it pretty well. So, but this one is, it added so much more. Like the、um, remake is based. Pretty much exactly off the novel, very faithful adaptation. The OVA added so much more detail to the world and the story, so it's much longer. And the series does have like these really massive space battles, but I think a majority of the, a vast majority of the show is centered around politics.、And、the series takes a very realistic approach to war, with the results of wars depending heavily on numbers and politics instead of heroes. And both Reinhardt and Yang Wenli are brilliant tacticians. But they can only do so much on their own and both have restraints on what they can realistically do without su- suffering the disapproval of those around them. And so people can and do make mistakes in this war. And the show doesn't shy away from exploring the harsh consequences of those actions.、Um, feel free to jump in, Mason, if there's anything you want to add. <laughs> I just don't want to mess But- up your. Your,、uh, your flow. I know, I'm trying to read as fast as I can because I, I wrote a novel. The quick story, Legend <laughs> of the Galactic Heroes is like on everyone's plan to watch list, but no one ends up watching it because it's such a mark of like, oh, it's so many episodes. It's going to be so daunting. And it's it, a commitment. It man, just it scares、is. people off. And it really shouldn't. It, it flies by so quickly despite being very just talking heavy, very. You know, it's dated visually, but it holds up incredibly well somehow. It's just got、yeah. such a charm that it transcends the time that it was made and it applies just as strongly now to today's culture and society. But、uh, keep on breaking it down. <laughs> like Mason said, it is a massive story. So some episodes will fill in lore from over a thousand years before the current events. And the narrator, who is a f- fantastic, does. Such a great job of keeping up to date with everything that is going on. The story is filled with twists and political intrigue, and so it's very important to pay attention to the dialogue. And seeing the results of some characters scheming along the way is very exciting and can also be very heart wrenching. But I think my favorite part or favorite thing of this series are the characters. They're all so fantastic, except for one that I hate. 
He's he's a robot, basically. <laughs> but uh, every character feels very unique and e easily distinguishable from each other. Um, but there are a ton of them. And outside of the main, the obvious main characters, it is easy to forget some of them over the long course of the series. But the narrator, again, does a great job of reminding you of everyone's importance to the story. Um, all the characters feel very real. They react to events as you would expect real people to. No one is entirely evil or good. And they will give their enemies credit when it's due and enforce a sense of honor among their people. And the entire conflict is pretty gray, which I really appreciated because it's very easy to draw comparisons to our own world. Um, the art and animation is for an 80s show is fantastic still. And yeah, you can still tell it's old, but Mason said, it has a great deal of charm to it, and it doesn't. Since it doesn't rely on those fancy CG ship battles that we see in today's anime, it's very easy to follow along with the strategies that are being employed. And the music is composed entirely of classical music. Love it. Fits it. very well with the battle scenes. Yeah. So, um, other than a couple OPs, I really didn't like the soundtrack. Is very enjoyable. And my last note was space battle axes. Watch it for those. <laughs> yeah, this high-tech society, when they're raiding each other's ships, just goes with the good old-fashioned battle axe. What do you mean? Yep. Like, they, like, like, they got axes? These guys like, are in space, wearing these uh -huh. highly technical, like, space suits to, like, travel uh -huh. through the environment of zero gravity yep. and, like, board ships. They, but I then mean, when they get they on board, ships. they're not going uh -huh. with your Star Wars lasers or phaser okay. beams. Nope. They just grab an axe and fucking you, hack away. They just yes. They just ask Rose people down. are the best. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's well, way spectacular. Cooler. It's way cooler than, um, than Walter, a laser gun. Walter is a sexy badass. You just have dude. all these gentlemen He's space great. boys just what the fuck? get in primal with it. It's a phenomenal choice. And it gets choice. really bloody in graphics sometimes. Where can you watch this? Did you mention that already? Oh, I'm sorry. It is available on High Dive. The entire thing. Unfortunately, there is not an English dub, so that might be. A wall for some people. Mm. Um, I think it has such a wide appeal to a lot of people because it's so it's so well done. But I think also if you're very young or have a very low attention span for dialogue heavy stories, it might also be a wall for you. But I definitely highly recommend it. And the hype behind it, it's it's real. <laughs> it's true. It is worth a nine or at least a ten. Is this one of your favorites? I guess I should put that backwards. It's a ten your, or at least a nine. Is this one of your favorites of all time, Mandy? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Okay. No one. I have to think no about one it. who has watched this, I guarantee, no one who has watched it has ever been like, "Nah, didn't live it up," or "I regret watching it." Like it absolutely comes through. And I often say, like, I'm not a big fan of the big space operas, Star Wars, Star Trek. They're all right, but they just don't do much for me. This is political. It's big it's everything that i really it's don't care believable. about but it just captures the human essence so well that it's ignoring that it's a space battle yeah. show and, and it is still very believable and the word epic gets thrown ar around a lot today for a lot of different shows or media this is one of the few that actually deserves that praise it's so splendid hmm. chibi root mandy's right up is as long as legend of galactic heroes itself lol f F. Press F. <laughs> All right. Well, then. How about... What do we have next on the agenda here? Next on the agenda is our heckin' news break. But before that, I'm going to hit you with a trivia question. But 
and every week we have a trivia question on the website that you can answer when we're not recording. This week's answer that was on the website was Air in Summer. And the winner for this week is Frosty Moon. Mm. Um, yeah. There's going to be a new theme on the questions for the website. And the theme will be anime with summer in the title. So be yeah, ready one, for those. Get one more of these. And I just want to say, if any of you have like a retro review you want to do, just like say so, and then we'll just include it. You know, because I'm sure yeah. we're we're all watching stuff all the time, and um, we all have things we might want to review that are older. So, yeah, definitely. Some of us watch like a billion shows in a week. Yeah, some of us watch 70 episodes in two days. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so we're going on a news break now, but before we do, we have an initial weekly trivia question, so you can ponder it while we go. The question is, the countdown to extinction begins on Sunday with the arrival of the Septentrions, otherworldly invaders set on the eradication of mankind. What is that anime? Let us know when we come back. Peace out. everybody you might have guessed but it's time for your anime news break leading us off we start with some is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon news the game infinite combat for playstation 4 and ps vita are going to be shipping on november 28th and the game's also going to be getting a nintendo switch and pc release as well this game has been going through a lot of delays it was originally supposed to release on in march of 2018 but it's been delayed the summer of 2018, then to a general 2019 release, then it was spring 2019, and again, they've moved it to November. So hopefully the game will come out in November this time, and fans of the series will finally be able to enjoy Infinite Combat on their consoles. Next up, we have some news coming out of Pony Canyon, which has announced that they are going to be having an anime adaptation of Airi... Hirao's Oshiga Budokan Ite Kuretara Shinu manga, and it's going to be coming out on TBS and BSTBS in 2020. It's an idol anime about a girl who is a huge fan of, of an idol and a sort of a minor a- idol group. It's being done by Studio 8-Bit, and the director is Yusuke Yamamoto, who directed Yamano Susume, and the series composition is done by Hitomi Mieno of Noragami. So it looks like it's a pretty popular show that's going to be coming out, so look forward to this coming out in 2020. Next up, Kadokawa is announcing that another original anime by the author of Lucky Star is coming out. Manga author Kagami Yoshimizu, who created Lucky Star, has developed the original anime's plan, and he's also drawing a four-coma manga for the project. The anime centers on four girls at the bloom, at the full bloom of their youth, working hard to achieve their dreams as they struggle valiantly, Japanese entertainment, Mai Setsu refers to an introductory talk or explanation addressing the audience before the broadcast of television programs. Uh, This is an interesting looking anime that's going to be coming out. If you're a fan of Lucky Star, look out for the anime Mai Setsu coming out sometime in the future. And lastly, some sort of sad news, Toei Animation has apologized for sexual harassment claims by Eiji Nakayama of G. Rosso. It looks like there were some allegations that she was 
groped, asked inappropriate questions, and called very inappropriate names by six different co-workers while she was employed at the Hero Show Theater. Toy Animation has done some investigations and has actually already pretty much solved all of this and has said that they're going to be disciplining all of the employees that were involved appropriately and taking actions to see that this doesn't happen again in the future. This was Mitsugi and this was your Anime News Break. Now we're going to get back to the podcast. Hey Mandy, you look troubled. What's wrong? Butts. Uh, excuse me? It's all of these anime boy butts. There's just so many of them. I can't decide what's my favorite. I- I've tried to categorize them by firmness, bounciness, rotundness. Okay, okay, okay. Two things. First, you may need some serious help. Second, why don't you go look at the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast website? Uh, can that help me get to the bottom of this? Stop. You know, puns are my thing, right? Also, no, it won't help you with that at all. You are beyond help. But on our website... You can find all our past shows, along with reviews and trivia. Sign up today, and you'll have access to our Hobby Addicts and Hentai episodes. Hentai episodes? So I can hear other people review butts for me? Uh, sure. I I guess if you want to look at it that way. Now that's something I can get behind. (laughs) Cheeky. All right, we are back to the 480th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where we, of course, are dedicated to making your anime addiction worse. So much worse. My God. Anyway, before the, the break, we asked you a question, and hopefully you got the answer right. The question was, the countdown to extinction, be- the countdown to extinction begins on Sunday with the arrival of the Sepentrions, otherworldly invaders set on the eradication of mankind. Mitsugi, what was the answer, man? Devil Survivor 2. The animation. The animation. I did not get that right at all. My God. (laughs) I played that game. You played the game? Yeah. yeah. It's a Persona style game. Okay. Well, Mandy, since you have also... It's it's, it's your time. It's your time. My manga minute? It's the time for the manga minute. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And now, let's take a minute for the manga minute with Mandy. This is Mandy's Manga Minute, where I take a minute to tell you about a manga to help you find something new to read. And this one is called Worst. Hara Tsukishima is a country boy that recently moved to the city. He is a good guy, ingenious, ingenuous, <laughs> and honest. But he is also very strong. His goal is to become the strongest student of a school of thugs led by a clan logic, strength hierarchy, and fights. Worst is a school um, action series written and illustrated by Hiroshi Takashi. It was originally 33 volumes in Japanese, but only three were ever localized in English. Uh, The manga was released in 2001 and also used the same setting as the author's other series, Crows. Uh, The series doesn't really have much of a story at all. The book follows around the main character, Hana Tsukishima, who just moved to a school filled with delinquent boys. And he's very naive, but extremely kind. And he 
also has a very he's also a very naturally talented fighter. So when they mistake him for an easy target, a group of boys discover very quickly that Takashi is kind of dangerous. But uh, he makes friends with a gang of boys from there, and is there's nonstop action concerning guys who are just out to fight it out. <laughs> the series has a lot of comedy bits as well. The comedy usually involves Taka, um, Takashi being very nice during very strange situations. For example, bringing a gang of boys their bento, boxes, bento box lunches to school while they're having an argument. And I honestly don't find the concept to be very original. But I did find to, um, Takashi to be very sweet and easily likable. So if you have read the previous Manga Crows, or just like action with very little story in between fight scenes, then you might enjoy this manga. I kind of tried to blow through that one, sorry. <laughs> I know we're like hurting for time. For some reason, this manga reminds me of, and I may be totally off base, but just based on the picture, it reminds me of Rainbow for some reason. Oh, that, that's the, what I thought when anime. I saw it as well. Which is really good, by the way. So, yeah. just like, you know, like a prison, looks like a prison setting. So, although, although, although that might be a gym in a school. Um, but it kind of resembles, like, yeah, resembles a prison, and it looks like a tough guy, and the art kind of looks like it. Yeah, with the so. shaved head and the blood splatter, mm -hmm. splatter effects. Mm. Yeah. And if you, haven't, if you haven't seen... Yeah, that's currently in a gym. Rainbow's a great anime. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's freaking good. I don't think I have. I'm looking it up. It's not very long either. It's we covered it like seven years ago on the podcast. I, it's I am it's good. Like ninety five percent sure that I watched like the last half of Rainbow when we were on our Japan trip. Wait, on it like yeah. during while during when? it like when we were on when the train on oh, the train. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it has an eight point six right. on Mal. So, I might watch this this week. It's really good. Yeah. You you won't regret it. It's awesome. Awesome. All right, well, that was Mandy's Manga Minute. Thank you so much, Mandy. Now we got our main heckin' topic, which is one of my favorite things we do here, the really? Anime Shark Tank. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. What? Well, I have redone the intro song to include oh. Mason. Is it Baby Shark? Oh. It's not. I did my, be I did my best. Um, Baby Shark. Ma Mason hasn't been on the podcast very long, so there's not really a lot of, like, uh, whatever the word is, like, meme things or whatever to describe mason but i did my best so. i mean he eats a lot he does that's included are you ready oh no <laughs> who are the sharks <laughs> they are self-made business experts worth billions Mitsuki is a self-proclaimed holy man and world-renowned enemy of Moe girls, raised billions for his church through the Kick the Filth into the Pit of Hell Foundation to lead the fight against Moe. Mandy, a shrewd venture capitalist who made a fortune selling her anime boy butt hug pillow company for $4 billion. Truth. Enzo. Rock label mogul and shrewd negotiator made millions when he founded the only rock label for nudists called Nudist Peach. Oh, yes. Mason. After becoming bored with winning food eating contests, he turned millions into billions with an investment into his own social media platform, hottakes.com. Mm -hmm. These are the sharks, and this is Anime Shark Tank. 
All right. Thank you so much, producer sensei, for that, was that very wonderful, <laughs> wonderful audio clip. Mason only has hot take today because it's so hot outside. It's so hot. Any take today is a it's hot like take. It's like 95 degrees. Temperature-wise, we're all doing hot takes today for sure. But we can take those skills to these wonderful ideas submitted by our listeners, unless you guys have ideas of your own first. I, I just want to say real quick, Mason. That's Take me. note of this. It's very important. Hottakes.com, not currently a registered domain. So I'm gonna <laughs> oh expect my God. You, I'm going to expect you to get on that and uh, buy that domain name. Maybe You know what? Maybe I'll buy it for you for your birthday. Ooh. You could type up anime reviews. That'd be savage. Well, my, my birthday ones. is days before Enzo, so a little wombo combo. Wombo combo. Wombo uh, Enzo, did you explain what what this segment is? No. So, oh uh, yeah, you're right. I I like my brain assumes that everyone knows what Shark Tank is because it's such a fantastic show. But Shark Tank in general is a show on TV where people come in with business ideas and they and they try to sell and pitch these ideas to four or five very successful investors with the idea that these people are going to put money into the idea they're proposing. So, and on our take of it. We, the host of the AA podcast, are the sharks, which are the investors. We're looking to invest in an anime property. The ideas are coming from our wonderful listeners who take the time to really write some elaborate, thought-out things, um, sometimes silly, but we appreciate that too, to see if we will invest in their anime. We look for good story. We look for profitability. We look for dumb shit because sometimes you need that. So that's what look, we're gonna do today. We're gonna read submissions from listeners and see what we think. Look, you're not gonna get my money unless I'm unless I'm about to make some straight up cash off your idea. So don't even come up here in this house with that bullshit topic idea, okay? All right. Okay. I'm, because, because I'm about here's, to tell you what's going on. Here's the and thing. If, don't and if you don't have, and if you don't have a title for your for your show, we're gonna make one for you. That's embarrassing. I'm trying. To, I, I'm trying to pull a red line today. I'm trying to go bankrupt off uh, off a passion project. Let's freaking do it. Let's freaking do it. This first one. Wait, do do any of you guys have an idea no. for, the, for the show? This is no. no. No? Okay. This is so listener's first That's one. not our job. Yeah, it's I'm not, listener's job. Look, I'm not on trial here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one comes in from listener Habena, and they say, The Electric Current, 13 episodes, figures of best girl. What I'm assuming is their profitability market mm, here. And they say, My idea is an anime about an, an electrician and the life they go through as they do their job on a day-to-day basis and they as they deal with angry customers, cruel bosses, and a low wage. The main character name is Sora, and best girl's name is Aiko. She's extremely thirsty, but is, wait for it, an actual, real female. Okay? What? And this what does ser- that mean? I have no idea what that means. Is this, and this series will be a slice of life and romance with dark moments and tiny comedy. To get into best girl, she will be... <laughs> to get God. into best girl, she will be a certain cup size of boob. That, and she is relatively sweet. The guy will keep to himself, but open up as the series goes on. I hope you take my idea. Here's where, here's where, here's where you lost me here. I understand that best girls are what usually sell a property here. But you had me at the idea of day-to-day interactions between an electrician and the customers they go, they, really? go, they meet every day. Mm, that me too. Real, yeah, really? dude, because there's oh, potential there. Yeah, dude, for real. Mm, there's there's okay. potential there. It's a, um, it's, it sounds electric I, I think, to me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. Um, it's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. I mean, I was going to say, there's a lot of words in Japan that, like, use the kanji for electricity as like a base part of it so there could yep. be a lot of humor and like puns made out Ooh. of this like mm-hmm. set that's why mason's a how host about, baby. how about densha 
Yeah, you got that the phone call going on. Biatch. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like <laughs> I like the prime. I think the the, the the bare bone premise here is something I would reach further into. Um, I also think that there is space for a best girl in this in this type of show because you could you, that's always a dynamic you can pull off against a character who mm. is doing a very normal basic thing. Um, I just don't know where I don't I don't see the dark moments in this. Because yeah, the use. electricity is broken. Yeah, what is the dark moment? Yeah, the, here's the thing. No, 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 no the oh, they're sitting in actual yeah, darkness. Yeah, it's actual physical <laughs> darkness. Oh, my Man, God. we don't have to have any animation you for this moment. Oh, how, great, cheap to produce. I love it. Yeah. Oh, Man, my God. How Man. amazing may have just saved your premise, fam. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, I think that if you're trying to make an anime that'll put people to sleep, like, oh, a, no. like a cure for, for insomnia or something, I'm totally in, but this... This premise sounds dry and bland as hell. So yeah, you're, I'm out okay. as hell. I respect it. I respect it. Okay, Mason, what you got? So I love working anime, like shows Same. that show people in their Same. respective office, whether it be stuff like Shirobako or what okay, have you. Working. Is, or working or <laughs> Devil is a Part-Timer. Even if it's just tangentially related. Even if it's... Uh, Hinamatsuri, where ladies working at totally. the uh, the bar. Just any s- series where people are working are great. And I think it would be funny if this like romance was kind of like the girl from uh, Gurazeni, who's like just this lady in the show that exists like at the very end of the spectrum of where the she main character like, like meets. <laughs> so maybe he like wants like this girl to like need a phone repair or something. But like some other electrician always gets it, so he just waits, waits for her, like waits the opportunity to fix her problems. Mm. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't know if there's enough, enough compa- like why why does this need to be an anime? Why why does this need to be animated? Like I think, I think someone's I think making like a action. biography. It's like someone's life. I think in fact I think the person who submitted this isn't like is an electrician. What do you think about that? I think it's very possible. Baby. I don't know. I feel like I feel like electricity is such a like a component of daily life that people just don't even think about anymore. So we could like you could you could explore, you know, human necessity and like an appreciation for things that, you know, don't run on power and stuff like that. You can get into the stuff like that. But the thing is like the the, the problem I find here, unfortunately, Habena, is the is your written proposal here. You gave us a bare bone premise, you threw out keywords like romance, dark moments, and tiny comedy, but you didn't give me the how. So I could sit here and extrapolate for you, but that should have been what you did. Should have been what you did and not what we're doing. So for that reason, I'm out. Are we all out? I got We got 15 of these, by the way. I like the idea because I like Mason said, I really like working anime, especially if it gives me Me um, information on this job that I've never even thought of. Like there's a manga about a guy who wrote it himself, um, who he cleans up nuclear um, waste. So that'd be really interesting. But like everyone else said, I don't know. I think I need some more. Clean up the pitch and come back to us for now. I think we're all out. I can't watch you kill money that way. Children are gonna watch this. You know, Kevin, they're gonna beauty. watch you kill money. That's the beauty of the show. You're murdering money in front of children. <laughs> oh my God, Mr. <laughs> Wonderful, so wild. All right, oh. next one's Piper. Who wants it? Mitz, you you want this one? All right. This one's this one's this one just smells of troll. And if I know Piper, this one's, yeah, this is so trolling. Re Pandering. re slash slash meet uh, Kazuo x Mitsugi slash Yakuza slash baseball. Sick. Synopsis: High schooler Kazuo. 
co-host Dedu, <laughs> co-host is the president of his school's terrible baseball team. His dream is to one day win the championship title and bring honor to his school by any means necessary. One day, Kazuo, walking home from practice, is confronted by former professional baseball players and 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 street tough yakuza that Sundede Enzo Goru Den Kohai oh, and, sure, sure. and the Yandede Mandi Oto, Otome-san. Nice. Otome-san. The yeah. two Otome-san. gangsters are stopped by Kazuo's rival, the Moe baseball vice president, <laughs> Mitsugi Moe Popedu. Popedu. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsugi and Kazuo offer the two gangsters an alternative to calling the police to offer the offer to play on their baseball t- on their high school baseball team and win the championship. Enzo and Mandy agree to help as with other as with other members of the Yakuza. Now, Kazuo, Mitsugi and their high school Yakuza baseball team take on Japan to win the championship. Length. This is a shonen, so each episode revolves around one <laughs> inning. <laughs> <laughs> Money-making scheme. A product line of illegal baseball equipment used by, by, by Yakuza members, including corked bats, pine tar, and a, and a series of performance-enhancing drugs. I mean, I'm in. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Goodness. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've seen this anime already. It's, it, it exists. This anime Does? exists. Baseball, baseball anime with, with baseball members that are like part of the Yakuza and shit. It, it, it exists. In, in Ace of Diamond, the main team might not have this, but they're the, the opposing rival team, one of them, they have several, have like an all like uh, like thug member team that's, you know, they have redemption arcs and everything. Ace of Diamond is a great baseball anime, in my opinion. Um, you, I, I'm lost here. I like the premise. I, I I would I would watch this because it's funny. Like it's funny. I think especially because you the way you wrote it. Like you're obviously pitching to us. So it's, to me, it's working. But I'm not in for a lengthy show about this. I already have Ace of Diamond. I, I I keep up with it, but it's a drag to keep up with because it does exactly this. The in terms of your length, when you say each episode rolls around one inning, and the money making scheme, I just don't think it sells too hard. There's there's factual data that I'm making up. <laughs> That says that Ace of Diamond stuff doesn't sell, and this ha- this has a similar thing. So I mean, but but there's so many, but there's know. so many baseball shows. Why are, why do they keep making them if they don't make money? Oh yeah, but there's also so many isekais. But like isekais have best girls in them. This doesn't have. This doesn't sound like it's gonna have best girls in it. There's no are, mention. Uh, of best excuse girls. me, <laughs> <laughs> Mandy. I am in this. Okay, but I'm the Sudetta <laughs> in this in this in this one. Me. Like, are you a girl? I don't know. Are you best girl? I could be. Why are you trying to take my Well, I'm spies? Moe, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, my God. In our heart, Enzo can be That's best true. girl. That's true. Mitsuki is best girl. That's right. And, and, and the I gotta, fans know that. The I, fans know that. In, in their hearts, like, you know who the real best girl is. Are, is somebody recording boy. from the circus? Yeah, it's me. I told you this before we started. T- tell Poco yes. Poco, the clown, to take his red nose off, sit his ass down, and shut the hell up. Yep. I dare, I yep. dare, you, to, I dare you to lean out the window and say that. Well, they're not. Around, they're not outside the window. They're around the corner, blasting with three gigantic speakers. They can't well, hear me. Rude. It'd be like that sometimes. Listen, l- listen, Piper. I think your idea. I think this is a funny synopsis, and you're a funny guy. But this is Shark Tank, and we're not playing goddamn games around here. Okay. So no. I'm so out <laughs> on this bullshit. I am. <laughs> I'm in because I want to be in an anime. Nice so I'll give you all my money. Uh, so, so, so I see That's what's going on point. here. You, you got the baseball demographics of Japan. You're talking to us hosts. So I see where your pitch is coming from. That yes. said, I am not in this. So therefore, I'm out. 
<laughs> I've looked at the Damn. valuation and I say, are you guys out of your friggin' minds? That's so fucking funny, Mason. <laughs> Next. Mason, you want this one, buddy? I got this. All so right. this comes from our good buddy, Roma. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think this is the name of the title, but it's it's called like reverse Pokemon. So it's maybe essentially... It is, maybe it is the title. It, it might be, but I think it can be cleaned up. But anyway, it's Aldrichian monster <laughs> entities capture humans and make them fight in tournaments. Ooh. They descend upon this plane of existence and search for and capture the strongest among us, then train them or enhance them, and then pit themselves to, f to proxy fights out of cosmic boredom. So the, the appeal of this is that it has all the hype of a tournament arc, plus the edginess of a Madoka Magica, and he wants uh, Gen the Herbature to write it, and he wants Studio yeah, Wit to animate it. Okay. Sounds it's badass. It, it, it continues. It's monetization at the bottom. Oh, I did not oh. even see that. Thank you. So mm -hmm. the money-making scheme of this is to uh, transmute edginess and hype into gold or sell it to Amazon. Um, let's see. He says it doesn't need to make money anyway. Just lock up animators for a week with no food or water and offer them a Twinkie and a Coke to the first one that completes 10,000 drawings. My God, yeah. Ryoma, where did you, you are such a good vibe on the Discord. Where, where happened, fam? <laughs> so this just I, seems what like, happened? not so much reverse Pokemon, but just like the reverse, like Fate Stay Night or Fate Zero series. Oh yeah, it, sound, it just mm. sound, it sounds like Promise Neverland gone real, real wrong. <laughs> I um, like, I like edgy stuff and it's an action show. I mean, this seems like, this is, this is like, like, this is the kind of show that people would buy and uh, they'd watch it for sure. I wouldn't, yeah, like, I wouldn't, I think pitching it as reverse Pokemon is what's making, it's what's turning, it's what's, it's what's turning me off, um, but if I read it without that, I, I could see a world where I would watch this if, to, just to, just to see, just to see a story where humans are, where humans ain't shit, like, I always like to see that too, it's like a, it's like a humbling thing, it's like very cathartic for me, it's like, oh yeah, you're right, we ain't shit, we're just humans, um, so I'm I'm gonna say I'm out because I don't like the explanation too much, but concept wise, like Mason said earlier, I think go back and work on it and hit us up next time we do this with a with a more fleshed out little premise. Give us like a main character arc, like what the purpose of the main character is, be, is gonna be in this. Is the main character human? Is the main character a monster? You know, are the humans even taking a big role? Are we just gonna accept it? You know, are we just gonna go into this world and accept the fact that the humans ain't shit and not even focus on them the whole time? Are they gonna escape? You know, stuff like that. So come back, but for now, I'm out. Mandy, were you in? Um, I didn't go yet. I was waiting for Mason. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I think I'll say I'm out. I could see this uh -oh. becoming more epic and having potential. But uh, right now you're saying it doesn't need to make money. What am I getting in this for then? Like, mm -hmm. I don't care if the right. animators Good or directors point. or staff doesn't make money. I don't care about them. I care about He's me. Right. And me wants money. So put that on a t-shirt and sell it to the public because I'm out. Stuff that's, that's, put that in your pipe what and it smoke is. it. I is. agree. Man, you know what? I would love more Eldritchian. Like, just any Lovecraft anime, really. But this isn't the kind that I was wanting, so I'm out. I can't tell you how many people come to me and say, if I can get 1% of 1% of the billion... You, you, zero from zero is still zero. Damn. That's rough. Alright, on to the next, baby. Read it, uh, someone, quick. I don't know how to say this name. Sacrie? Sacri? Well, that's what you Sacri? get. That's what you get for putting four consonants in a row. Yep, <laughs> that'll that'll do that. That'll, that'll the name happen. is Love Trap. 
I'm already worried. Genres, romantic comedy, harem, slice of life. Synopsis. Our protagonist is a normal high school boy leading a normal life. In fact, it's safe to assume there is nothing special going on with this guy, nor has there ever been. Until one day he finds himself in a rather odd situation. His extremely wealthy grandmother has passed away and her will states that all money will go to him. With the deal, of course, being he must live with four other girls, he, he must choose only one to share his new wealth with. Now he was one year. He has one year left to decide. Will he pick the shy, nerdy one, the athletic, foul-mouthed one, the bubbly, cutesy one, or calm, calculated one? Oh, and did I forget to mention these girls are all traps? Uh huh. Yep. Episode like thirteen. Episode divided the first intro episode. Uh, wait, thirteen episodes divided the first intro episode. I don't know what that means. Um, thirteen. Oh, sorry, sorry. Three episodes for each love interest, followed by four. You decide who he picks. Mm. Uh, financial, manga, visual novels, light novel series, figurines, body pillars, plush toys, and more. Hmm. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> that mm. sounds awful. Hmm. That sounds like you're asking for trouble. As much as I think I would never watch a show like this, ever, I feel like this is the kind of show that, that gets like an audience behind it and becomes like a cult, a cult favorite. So, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Interesting. Um, I so this I'm reading this in a year where we've had a show like the quintessential quintuplets where it's one main guy dealing with like so many different girls and like it's the show teases you with like love p- p- potential with all of them. And I found myself enjoying that anime quite a lot. Not gonna lie. So like I I'm not I'm not against this premise, but like where you lose me is just throwing in. Oh, and then I mentioned these girls are all traps. Like, where is the emotional weight of that? You know, did you you didn't explain that? I could I could dig into this and you know come up with a reason why this would be emotionally engaging, but again, that's not, I'm not here to do that for you. Um, so you can't to me you can't just throw that factor in there so lightly and be like and like have that be the twist because otherwise if, without that sentence like this premise is very very generic. Um, but don't you think there's a pretty big audience that would watch a show like this? I think, this would, I think this would fare really well as, like, a visual novel. Yeah, for sure. A visual novel, for sure. There's, that's definitely the space where this would thrive initially. Hmm. Like, oh, that would have to come first before we even pitch an anime, you know? All right, I've been swayed. I'm out. You're toast. Yeah, I think, I think I'm out, too, friend. Are you out, Mason? I'm out. I'm out. This, this is the most... Money. This Soldiers. I send them out to war every day. I want them to take prisoners and come home. So there's more of them. Your army, every soldier dies that you send out every day. <laughs> Fucking oof, man. <laughs> All right. So I got. Brutal. I have the pleasure of reading oh, this next man. one by Ice Heroes. I haven't read it yet, but, but it's our boys, our managers. So this one... Actually, there's so much noise outside my window. Can someone else read it? I don't want, the, I don't want there to be I'll read it. Ice Heroes yeah, writes... Thank you. Uh, the title is Adventure is in the Roll of the Dice. Genre, fantasy, adventure, school, slice of life. Uh, 13 episodes plus one movie. This story follows the adventures of a high school drama club that for this year's school festival at the behest of their new president planned to do a reenactment of a tabletop, tabletop RPG campaign he has drawn up for the, for the club to play. Each episode plays out in two halves, the first half following the adventures of the drama club's in-game party as they journey through the story plotted out by the president DMing the game, 
while the second half f- focuses on the club in real life and how they all t- to take to the game, including a pissy drama queen who dismisses the idea of being beneath the club's uh, prestige, only to end up being tsundere to the entire concept, an introverted member of the club who goes into full chunibyo mode while playing, an established dating couple that like to that like to method act, whose characters end up falling for the other members of the party, and the drama that ensues when they start mixing their in-game relationships with their real-life ones, and the serious player who gets who gets way into the fact that he is supposed to result that he is supposed to result in a serious play, and tries to force the party into to play quote properly, and of course club president trying to keep the campaign together. Here's how it makes money. Fantasy worlds are currently all the rage right now, and there have been plenty of shows that have have been established on the writer's D&D campaign, such as Record of Lotus War. By combining this idea with the typical school club format, we're able to make a fantasy story that also better relates to the general otaku audience, filled with fantasy action of the party, getting out of tense situations and drama, complaining about bad dice rolls, making really bad in-game decisions, getting really into your character, and dealing with the loss of your character, figures would be able to be made for the character's player character, drama CDs, um, compilation movie that is just the party's adventure would be made after the series ends, depicting how the story would have looked if the if it was just the campaign. Wow. Um, here's why this so far is the most solid, solid one, because you you, you gave me. A cast of characters. You gave me a setting where they're going to interact and in an environment where there is built-in drama arcs. Like, you're, you're, this is a team environment. You're building a story. You're, you're like, like, each character is a different type of person. You have one. You're telling me there's one character that's already off the bat, like, not going to be super agreeable. There's conflict there. Um, it's a slice of life. There's an RPG. There's adventure. Um, guys, um... I'm in, fam. I'm in. I think I am too. Yeah. I think wasn't there a D and D old cartoon that was like this? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe Chibi can help me out. I feel like there was a really old one that had like a DM, and then as he was uh, going through the story, it showed them. I don't know. Um, I'm in though. I like the idea. Yeah, this is like critical role of the anime. Like I'm down. Yeah. All I have to say is. Nice, nice, Mason, uh, oh. point counterpoint. D and D is for nerds, so uh, <laughs> all right, we're, we're no, not um, so lowly as those nerds. No, I uh, my philosophy nerds. going into this is, I'm a I'm trying to invest for like a year's worth of anime, so I'm trying to pick up four shows, and this one seems like it would do fine, but I don't know. It's it's not quite what my studio is looking for, so I'm gonna be out. Okay. Got I think three regardless to one. of that, you were your congratulations, Icy Rose. You can take your seventy-three wooden acorns and buy nothing. Um, next up. Okay, I'll actually read. Damn, this one's long as hell. Yeah, it has Brooklyn no has this... it has no person's name attached to it. What do you mean? Wait, what? It has a tentacle eternal. Yeah. Oh, it's not that long. Where the no, hell? It's not that long. Uh, yeah, I got okay. it. Yeah, this one comes from Tentacle Time Eternal, a friend of the podcast. And he says, Stitch Crusaders, Realm of Dreams, Sutachido. Oh, okay, give me the Japanese name, but I'll skip that. Um, synopsis is, sleep is a time for peace and healing. At least it should be. When sleep is disturbed by night terrors and nightmares, it can affect 
the youth and adults alike mentally, physically, and emotionally. Some can even inflict sleep paralysis. 12-year-old Koji Itsuki used to be pestered by nightmares until he discovered he can protect his he can project his consciousness into an astral version of one of his precious stuffed plushies that enters the realm of dreams and defeats his nightmare. Returning to the realm of dreams upon the next night, Koji stumbles upon and after a long after a hard fought battle battle it saves a thirty five year old Sozuki Saito, a firefighter who's been tormented by guilt from a failed rescue attempt that's plagued by his dreams by the twisting corrupting nightmare that nearly drove Suzuki to suicide. After befriending each other, Suzuki's dream form ends up taking on the appearance of his plush of his plush of a plush his wife gave to him thusly becoming a stitch crusader he decides to help koji in ridding people of their nightmares in the realm of dreams what what new allies will koji and suzuki make what new dangers will be lurking and have been plaguing classmates and colleagues alike length and ambitious 25 to 27 episodes genre would be action horror just elements of horror i don't think he means pure horror that's what he, i mean he put in parentheses elements of horror music a lot of the scenes especially the fight scenes would be a collaborated effort from a, from the duo group dance with the dead for intense heart pumping bland blend of metal and synth the proposition as a show that's sent that centers around guardian plushies the obvious shows would be plenty of plushies cute plushies at that figurines for the collector and shirts those can be outsourced mass-produced and sold then a game for the nintendo switch with the partnership agreements to use and implement nintendo characters in plushy stitch form for multiplayer cooperative action packed experience with the new content and dlc to come all right okay i actually like that money making scheme a lot um <clears throat> okay i think this is a good example of where like you have all the business shit figured out that I actually agree with. I think this does have space for a really good music collaboration when you're working with dreams and nightmares and stuff. Music and horror is half the battle to me. You know, you can make it gore, you can make it whatever, but music has to be on point. So you're right to, to, to you're right to double down on giving me a music reason to as to why I should invest in this. And I like your proposition too. Should this story pop off? the plushies are an obvious sell, an obvious sell, and it does sound like a Nintendo Switch game. It could, I, could, I could totally see that. The synopsis to me is interesting. It's interesting. It's an, I'm, I, I would like to think on it for a little bit more if you guys want to take on take this on. It's um, this reminds me a lot of a video game that already exists called Among the Sleep. It wasn't a 12-year-old. It's a toddler. But um, he it ends up traversing through nightmares with his little bear. His bear, Teddy, follows him around and... How you play as the toddler child and you have to overcome puzzles and hide from uh, scary monsters and your teddy uh, guides you throughout the entire thing. So this kind of reminds me of that. Of course, that game didn't have any, you know, action or uh, he's much younger. But I like the idea, though. I don't know. I yeah. think I have to think on it, too. Sounds kind of like an 18 if or like a paprika kind of thing with the whole dream elements going on. Um, I I think I'm in. I don't know if I would love this show, but during the the reading of it, I could see in my eye and, and in my mind like how how this would look and how it would play out. So it uh it sold me on like you said the the money making scheme, and I I could see this being a real thing. Um, yeah. so I'm in. I'll, I'll I'll quickly just say I think I'm also in because you know the premise here could have been written a little better, but at least it's more fleshed out than the other submissions we've had, 
And with a team of people behind you, I think it would work out pretty well. And again, I'm just like Mason, just like I said earlier, just like Mandy said, like, I think this could sell like, like the adjacent properties could sell pretty well too. So I, I think I'm in too. I think I'm in. I think I'm in. I'm not really sure I'm in. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm totally sold on the premise. Hmm. I think I'm in after giving it some thought. Like when Mason brought up Paprika, I was like, yeah, you know what? There would be so there is potential for some really cool nightmare um, scenes. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm in. All right. Well, this, I guess you're in. Congratulations. You can take your 73, uh, 73 100 gen coins and go spend an afternoon in an arcade. Let's see. <laughs> Who, Instead of making the anime. Yeah. Who? Uh, wow, this next one's long. Who wants to read this wall of text? I got this one. This one? So this comes from Hokage Stride 956. And the am, title I missing is, a, am I missing a page on this document or something? I don't know, because every time you said this one's really long, I'm like, I don't know, it looks the same size as the other one. Because yeah, I see the next one by Project Soul. <laughs> nope. The oh, next no, one is Hokage one. Stride what 956. I'll refresh yeah. my anyway. yeah, Go ahead. For Hokage, with the title, Kimiwa Decide. So the pitch is, uh, I have an idea that is so crazy it might actually work. Have you ever heard of Mike Merrill? He is a man that has divided his life into stock shares and now lets his investors make every decision for him. I propose we bring the same concept to anime. This will be a weekly never-ending anime oof, that airs in 10 minute episodes. Every episode ends with the fans of the show having to make a major decision for the main character, which affects the plot of the following episode. How it works, after every episode airs, a poll opens up that allows viewers to vote for the way they think the story should progress. The twist is that this will be the first anime fans can subscribe to. In order to participate in the polls, viewers must be enrolled in the $1 a month plan. The $2 a month plan allows users to exit a private chat room for only the fans of the show. At $3 a month, the viewer will have the ability to submit ideas for story arcs, plot points, or new characters. Mm. This anime takes the pressure of trying to predict what fans want away because it allows them to simply tell us. It is appealing to the viewers <laughs> because they have the opportunity to create their perfect anime through the tools we provide. The chat room allows viewers with similar ideas to unite and influence the story in, in ways they think is best. All we have to do mm. is that accurately reflect the desires of the majority. With a plan like this, what could possibly go wrong? I like the, Yeah, I, it reminds me I, of Bakuman a lot. I like the... Uh, I like the very self-aware sarcastic question at the end with a plan like this what could possibly go wrong happy face emoji yeah bakuman had a mangaka who wasn't actually a mangaka he just had entire chat room write stories for him yep 100 <laughs> percent. and so here obviously this writer is quite aware of the downfall of this you cannot you cannot leave it to the public because the public will never have one sentiment you'll you're gonna get yeah. A bajillion ideas, and also no one's gonna subscribe to to any of these plans because they're just gonna make our Discord and chat on it on the side. So that money scheme's out the window, hundred percent. Um, sorry, dude. That just just you know, like if if I was if I was watching the show and I was just like iffy on it, I wouldn't. I would just make. I would just go on a Discord that is about the show, and like unless you're gonna have a team of people that's on the internet just striking down all these forums or whatever about the anime but then the fans are going to hate you well there, and so. how would you even start it well you because... need money to vote on the show i think that was what he was saying yeah i know but the thing is like but, the, no, but, but these like the one dollar a month i guess is 
all you would need to ever do. Like, you know, no one's going to go yeah. to the two or three because you can do that elsewhere on the internet. True, you can do that on true. Reddit, you know? And how would you even start it? Because you're not going to get subscribers on episode one. So how long are you going to go before you start getting... This sounds yeah. like a web Those. show that would be, like, CG animated in, like, two-minute episodes. Because yeah, there's yeah. no way you could produce that long of an episode that quickly. So this needs to be, like, two-minute short CG animated, like, web shows. Yeah, and what are you going to do... You put up a poll. You you put up like a uh, a general poll. What if people vote for the idea that ends the show? And me, like, what if people nominate an idea that would end the show literally next week? But it's it's it got a hundred percent of the votes. Like, what are you gonna do? Well, you know? the, what I think what I think is that people will people might subscribe, but then they're going to not have the story go the way they want, and then then they're just gonna say f it and peace out. Is what I think will happen. And mm. and uh, fan the, the internet is so toxic and stuff. I just can't see relying on people to to have a show. It's just no, it just doesn't work. You need to have like a tight, concise group of writers or some good source material to keep things, um, you know, to a, to a professional standard and have people that are talented in that way, you know, making the decisions. You leave it up to to uh, general fan base. You know, it's there's a lot of risks there. So I'm out. I, yeah, me too. I don't even trust yeah. myself with the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure books, so uh, I'm going to be out too. Oh, I yeah, want to read a poem, and I've written it for you. This is such doesn't a special happen very often. Okay. In cash, I know because I like to watch it flow. When I ask valuation, I want no hesitation. Are you worth $10 million? Hell no. <laughs> I actually love Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one is this is the long ass one that you're talking about. Project Seoul writes or show so Project yep. Soul writes, the title of this anime will be Children of the Devourer. Uh Damn. synopsis. Ayn returns to this village after training in the army only to see it in flames after a raider attack. His family his friends and family are all dead except for his little sister, whom is hanging on death's door. This is sounding like Demon Slayer already. <laughs> Holding his little sister's hand, Ayn begins, or begs God to spare his sister so that she may continue to live. Instead, a humanoid figure covered in dark shadow appears before him and offers to heal his sister. But in exchange, she must bear his symbol. Unknown to what the symbol is or means, Ayn unhesitant, unhesitatingly Oh, accepts the offer. Uh, his sister is healed and bears a symbol on her right palm. After taking a close look at the symbol, Ayn recognizes it as the symbol of the Devourer, a human that only craves blood and are known to devour villages if they ever feel like, or ever so feel like it. Years later, Ayn travels town, um, from, ta travels from town to town with his sister in order to hunt down other devourers in order to compensate for his sister's hunger or resort to hunting animals, the sister is unable to control her hunger or blood. Uh, the story is a fantasy anime that will follow the two characters as as go, um, as they go, from late teens to early twenties, basically into young adulthood. Since it's known that the devourers are hated beings, the, on the two only have each other. However, it becomes a problem when the sister becomes in love with her? Wait, what? becomes a problem when the sister becomes in love with her, and Ayn does not reciprocate those feelings. Sorry. Stress continues to build as Ayn continues to struggle to keep himself and his sister alive, all the while dealing with his sister being in love with him. I think he met him before. I was like, her? Where, where's the other... <laughs> I was so confused. But now will Ayn and his sister's dynamic change when another woman enters into Ayn's life? The show will be down... Oh, dra down? I'm guessing they meant dra drawn. 
by Studio White Fox. And it'll be season one with 13 episodes. It'll make money off its figures and manga, which will be needed since this is a very violent show and most likely will be censored. Sorry, there were a lot of <laughs> typos in that one. Yo, fam, <laughs> but I tried my best. Please spell check your shit. Thank you. <laughs> You know, if you if you can't if if you if you can't be trusted to spell check your submission, then I can't really Gra- trust you. Grammar to, check, grammar check a bubble. More like grammar, yeah. yeah. I, regardless, then I can't then I can't trust you to put in the due diligence to create a a solid thriving business. And with that, I'm out. God damn. Um, is this Demon Slayer? Anyway. This is I love just you Demon Slayer. Anyway. This is Demon Slayer. Yeah, this is Demon Slayer. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So I'm out. I will say that doesn't pro- sound very original. Project Soul, like it's crazy that you were able to write this. I don't know if maybe is is there a Demon Slayer manga? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he read the manga. Who knows? But you could have written Demon Slayer, man. So close. But <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, and even then, I don't think White Fox would be the best studio for this. So, uh, mm. I think I'm on board with everyone else. I can't watch you kill money that way. Children are going to watch this. You know, Kevin, they're going to watch you kill money. That's the beauty of the show. You're murdering money in front of children. <laughs> All right, we've got three more. We can Let's do get this. It done. Mark, who's I just read. Marcus M writes, um, Night Mage Kobuito. When Kobu was a young boy, his village was attacked by a necromancer who raided the village with other soldiers. Kobu was bitten by one of the undead while trying to protect his mother. Luckily, a mysterious sorcerer appeared and saved them both. Sorcerer was able to stop the bite from spreading, but in the end, Kobu's left arm could not be saved, causing it to mutate and turn turn completely black. Since that day, Kobu has aspired to become the world's greatest sorcerer and has since been able to use strange magic from his left arm without using a tool, such such as a wand. Years pass, and a guild of powerful warlocks called the Order attacks the village. The local wizards are ultimately outmatched, by the, and the village is overthrown. Obeying his sensei, Kobu reluctantly flees and sets on a journey to become strong enough to eventually return and retake his home. This would be similar to a shonen battle anime, but with more mature themes and a darker tone. The story would be layered, but the fights would be personal with structured power levels. May, um, mage, wizard, warlock, sorcerer. Um, it would be it would appeal to fans of Hunter Hunter, JoJo, and Naruto. Also, for fans who want more depth out of out of out of anime like Fairy Tail and Black Clover, Madhouse Studios would produce it. Merchandise is shirts, posters, figures, etc. P.S. If anyone out there really does want to turn this idea into something, hit me up. And he gave his hit me up. <laughs> um, I think it sounds really good. It could be it could be a long running show that with with the shonen tones and its action. People love magic. It seems appealing. I'm in. I'm a sucker for magic too. I'm not gonna lie. So and I also like the coming back home to take that shit back. Like that's that's always like a thing um, that I relate to. Not because the Bronx is like a it's been overtaken, but I would love to one day reach a point in life where I can go back to the Bronx and like do a good thing. So like I relate to that. And I like and I like fucking magic. So like I the 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 money making thing here is scary because you just said very basic things and you also said madhouse and they love losing money. Um <laughs> so True. shit. Marcus, I am in. I'm in. I'm in because this is one of those times where the premise alone I think is worth me taking a hit which i'm sure madhouse studios you know i'm sure they think the same way 
Mason. What is so precious about this village? First, you got necromancers attacking it, and then you got warlocks attacking it. Like he's right. Yeah, what's there? There's. I feel like maybe there could be like a deeper reveal. Like I'm hesitantly in right now. Like it's got potential. There's a little too much in the air with the yeah. pitch. Of, like I can't quite see how it would go. I mean, it could be. I've seen potential, so I'm gonna say I'm in just to fill out a year's worth of anime, but uh, mixed, mixed about it. Yeah, I, me too. Cause this definitely sounds like a shonen because I, I don't know. I feel like the bits of this I could pull from a lot of different manga in anime already, but I don't know. It definitely sounds like a shonen though, so it could sell a lot of money or sell a lot. So. I'm tentatively in. <laughs> what what's your precious about the village? Four words. Subsurface mineral rights. What now? Boom. 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 Uh, oh, so Sold. We're in. I think we're in. I think yeah, we're in. I think we're in. Congratulations, Marcus M. I'm gonna buy you thirty-three different types of vegetables so you can make an extremely nutrient rich salad. My god. Next up, Brando. Who wants to read it? Oh, Dio's writing us stuff. I guess so. Of course. Brando writes, Oh my god. Hmm. 12 four minute episodes. Oh Guts is trans. God. <laughs> uh, I guess that was a Pokemon re- joke. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, Oh my god, I don't get it. But now I get it. Guts is transported to Palatown and decides to protect the Pokemon from humans using his amazing sword. There will be a Guts DLC with the next Pokemon game. I don't know. What the hell? That's all the that's all we have, so I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> this sounds like a licensing nightmare. Uh, I'm right? gonna be out. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, that's that's exactly what I was gonna fucking say, Mason. We are truly similar or if not the same people. I'm also out for that same reason. I've looked at the valuation and I say, Are you guys out of your friggin' minds? Yeah. Pretty are you out of your friggin' mind? Alright, who wants to read this last one? It's long. Is it just my turn? God damn it. Okay. Sorry. This one comes from Hearts TM, a nice listener that's on the Discord too. Of course. And they say, the school figure skating club is in trouble. Everyone in the club is about to graduate except for one girl. The school skating rink is about to be converted into some other use if they don't think of something. But what should they do? Main girl is the only person left from the figure skating club, and she wants to so badly recruit new members, but nobody seems interested except for her best friend, who unfortunately cannot skate no matter how hard she tries she falls on her butt every heck in time that's me that's you until <laughs> one until one day the girl sees another girl watching them practice it turns it turns out this mysterious girl is a transfer student from canada and when asked if she wants to join the finger skating club she confesses she can't skate either instead she introduces the girls to her favorite sport curling a sport that you can play oh. on ice in Woo. a rink in regular old shoes eventually they recruit a fourth member and a fourth member and are able to save the, their curling club the next challenges of course are converting the rink teaching the characters and the audience the rules of the game joining local curling clubs of which are only high school age group um finding new mentors and ultimately becoming competitive in japanese curling leagues a four-person team with a veteran player, a cute clumsy girl, a girl struggling with whether she accepts curling thing, 
the curling thing going on. Um, a game with lots of shouting words of encouragement and bending over the waist. Oh, if that's your thing. Yep. A game, <laughs> a game of strategy and execution. Character shouting hooray hard at each other as they sweep in front of the curling rock. It's perfect. <laughs> don't mind. Don't mind. Hard! Don't mind. Don't mind. It's the, it's the perfect sport for an anime and would be amazingly fun for newcomers and people already familiar with the sport to watch. Everyone knows that even the most foreign sports are fun to watch anime once you learn the rules after all. I agree with you, Hearts. I think this is a cool little plot twist. Um, I Fuck, man. Okay, so you, you got the hype. You, you got the Yuri on Ice success, right? I know that was years ago now, but you, you still got it. People still love that show. You got that. So ice ice rinks are in people's consciousness. It's not a far reach. They give us a twist where they turn they go from a Yuri on Ice but girl version to oh no an actual Yuri on Ice an actual Yuri on Ice where <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Mandy where and then you give us a twist where you becomes a sports anime through curling and not through ice skating. I think that's pretty cool and you know I think it's cool that. I watched some <laughs> curling through um, through Mitz and Kazuo having gone and tried Hell that. And also because yeah. of the Winter Olympics. And I found myself watching curling quite entertained, even though I had never tried it before. So, yeah, I, I'm in. I, I actually am in. I would I would watch this for sure. I'm in as shit. I'm in. I'm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is, and you can have the rival teams with their own group of four girls. That's and you get I'm the saying, training dude. montage where they learn, like, oh, this like rock is actually like 40 pounds, so they need to get stronger. Like... Absolutely, no Good question. Posture. In all the way, my dude. Dude, yeah, sick uniforms. That's what I'm saying, dude. I think that's my favorite one about all. Yeah, these. I'm like the most stoked about that one. I thought Ice yeah. Rose had the best one until I read this one. Hearts, like that's good shit, dude. That's that's the kind of shit I want to see. That's the kind of shit. Cool. I see. Be easy to animate. You could do like CG, like rocks, to, like cut costs there, and like recreate some of like the more historic curling matches, like within this show like that'd be cool yeah for sure did you know that that, sure. that that in curling they spray pebbles all over the ice to make the to make the stones glide more uh, effectively that's interesting and because of that the sport is extremely expensive to play and learn because the rink you have to reserve an entire like ice rinks just for curling and um can be very pricey and the people and, and they often put rubber bands around their shoes to prevent themselves from uh Sliding, at least when you're learning, a cheap way to do that is the. Mm. I think they have actual shoes for real curling, but mm-hmm. if you're practicing, you rubber bands help you not slip. All right, cool. We had a couple passes. That's the name of the game. We love all of you guys, but you know it's it's Shark Tank, and if you've watched the show, they're very hard on people. Yeah, they, they don't go easy on you. And so we're not going easy on you either. We had like 15 submissions here. We only, I think, we only took four of them. So, but thank you, everyone. For and, sure, and it was fun. That that was all of our Shark Tank submissions. So, in order to do another one, we have to have more people submitting Shark Tank ideas to the website. Mm. If you go to the website aapodcast.com, along the top, there's a mailbag button, and one of the options in the mailbag button is to choose to submit it as a, as an anime Shark Tank. So, you submit a Shark Tank the same way you would a mailbag. You just select anime Shark Tank instead. So, after we've compiled you know enough and enough time has passed we'll do another shark tank episode because i do think that these are fun and we've been doing these maybe once a year now since for years and years this is like the fifth or sixth time so get get those submissions in and we'll we'll read what you've got on the show so oh yeah that will now bring us to our five-star review actually not that's Uh, not true Nope, we gotta take a break. Sorry, I scrolled. I scrolled <gasps> Sorry, too, guys, I gotta pee. Yeah, I scrolled too far in the document. Yeah, we have another intro. We, we, 
break, news break, and we have a question for you to ponder. The question is, the 1920s was a decade of great change and upheaval, with monstrous demons appearing across America. To combat this menace, the holy organization known as the Order of Magdalene was established. What is that anime? We'll let you know after the break. Everybody, once again, time for another round of your anime news. Leading us off, Pokemon is making the itself known to our news break because Sun and Moon is having some cameos in it, including one of Boruto, who appears in episode 129 titled Dairanto Battle Royal 151, or Big Brawl Battle Royal 151. Uh, Pikachu, that is named Boruto, has an identical hairstyle to the character from the Boruto anime series and also has the same sort of cocky and cheerful um, personality of Boruto himself. However, uh, while not being in the episode for all that long, it's pretty fun to see the Pokemon filling in some characters from other loved series. Next up, Nintendo making some news. Looks like they're going to be releasing a Nintendo Switch Lite handheld system on September 20th, which is basically uh, a non, a, a portable-only Nintendo Switch that is not able to connect to televisions. And it's being released in interesting colors of gray, yellow, and turquoise, which I like quite a lot. It's probably by the, the turquoise one, maybe. And uh, to me, it looks like about it looks about like a Sega Game Gear, to be honest. Same sort of shape and size. And I'm sure that this will be a, a big seller for the holiday season. Next up, Lupin the Third is getting its first CG anime film by Stand By Me Doraemon's Takashi Yamazaki. There's been a lot of films in the Lupin the Third franchise, done by Monkey Punch, of course. However, it has never had a, a, a full-length CG 3D film before, so it's going to be interesting to see when this film opens up in Japan on December 6th, whether or not it's received very well, um, and if we know anything about Lupin, it's that it's about as long-lasting as any franchise ever, so I'm sure it'll be a success. And rounding us out, it looks like Evangelion is getting a smartphone game in 2020, which is pretty exciting. Mobcast, the game developer, announced that this is happening. And it's going to include material from the rebuild of Evangelion films. And they're going to have more details at a later date, of course, for people who are interested. But they don't really have much info now other than that it's coming out in 2020 and that it is happening. And, of course, in the meantime, to, to uh, whet your appetite, you can always go to Netflix and watch the release of Evangelion on there as well. This was Mitsugi, and this was your anime news break. Now, of course, time to get back to the podcast right now. Mitts, what's the website? Oh, Enzo, you'll never believe this. What? Oh, no. JList.com is going to release a Church of Mitsugi PC game. Hello. It's called Moe Stomp Stomp Deluxe Edition. Deluxe? It's a turn-based RPG where you go on a quest to rid the world of Moe Girls. I commissioned it from JList. I didn't know JList.com sold anime PC games. Oh, yeah, Enzo. JList.com and JustURSA are the same company. They sell hundreds of English language visual novels such as Fate Stay Night and Steins Gate, and they have adult games as well. And Moe Stomping games. Moe Stomping is not a game. It's life, Enzo. Life. Right.
Oh, I see. They have the new Mad Pompadour 12 good hair days. <laughs> Let's get that for Kazuo. JList.com, your home for all your Moe stomping and Pompadour game needs. Oh, and most other anime games as well. Now presenting Burning Christians, who is the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Would you rather? Yeah, I like oh, these. No. I like these. Have oh, no. taste buds in your butthole. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <No>! <laughs> or poop out of your mouth but not taste it. Taste buds in my butthole. No! So you would rather taste your poop as you're shitting it. Oh, oh, well, you didn't explain no, what was that's gonna... why the taste buds are in your butthole, is so you would... Oh, oh okay, God. Yeah. Taste buds in my butthole. Oh, God. What was the other one? Or poop out of your mouth, but not have to taste it. <laughs> I have to go... I have to go with that one. No. I mean, that's disgusting. Taste buds in my butthole. No, that's... You don't... You want to taste your own poop? Now, let me ask you a question. Yes. You have taste buds in your mouth. <laughs> yes. If you hold your nose and eat food, you can't taste it. If I hold my nose, do I still fully taste it out of my butt? <laughs> It's a valid question. It's a very important detail. Me no, no, you have to squeeze your penis. <laughs> oh, oh God. Because that is the nose of your butt. And now, back to the podcast. Yeah, welcome back to episode 480 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. God, that, that, that. Where your nose is the penis of your butt. Well, your penis. I'm sorry, your pe- penis is your, the nose of your butt. Well, the, your penis is the nose of your butt. If you don't have yeah. a penis, you can't smell through your butt. Who would have thought? Oh, man. Yeah, sorry, Mandy. Anyway, the answer <laughs> to our. <laughs> The answer to the question we asked you for the news break, um, but actually before the answer, the question was the 1920s was a decade of great change and upheaval with monstrous demons appearing across America to combat this menace. The holy organization known as the Order of Magdalene was established. The answer to this one, which I actually knew because I rather enjoyed the show, was Chrono Crusade. Hell yeah. Okay. With that, was that, col- out of the way, that, was, that was a college show for me. Yeah, that was a, like that was a definitely a high school show for me. I think I even read the manga for that one. That's crazy. But um, yeah, so I I've personally given Chrono Crusade like a solid like three point five out of five. But you know what the podcast gets from our listeners, Mitz? Hmm. What's that? Four point five out of five. No. Oh shit. We get <laughs> five star <laughs> reviews, baby. Oh okay. iTunes review. Sweet. This is a long one. This is super, super long yeah, five-star review here. If you guys want to submit a five-star review or a review of the podcast, you can head over to iTunes and drop it there. We really, really appreciate them. People will actually read through them and, and give us a try based on these reviews. Um, I'm very I'm very happy with the ones you guys have written for us. They're very, they're very nice. Um, so, yeah, do that there. Uh, like, subscribe to the podcast, all the stuff. But this one comes in from Foy Man. And they say, nice, five stars. And they continue with, I love this podcast. It makes me not hate myself while I'm at work. Oh, that is. Don't at, hate yourself. You should love yourself. Love yourself all the time, friend. But if this is what we can do for you right now in this step of your life, I'm very happy to have done that. Nice. Nice. I love you, Foy Man. I'm happy we could help. That's what I'm saying. All right. So now we are moving on to our review of Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Huh? <laughs> the classic the children weren't applause. sure yeah the children weren't sure for a second like, uh, uh, oh, like, uh, okay uh, yeah clap 
Um, now we have to push them back down in their cage. Get yeah, back of down course. Get back in their fucking cages, kids. God damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the synopsis here for Mob Psycho is, it's the second season. Eighth grader Shigeo Mob Kageyama has tapped into his inner wellspring of psychic prowess at a young age, but the power quickly proves to be a liability when he realizes the potential danger in his skill. In order to effectuate control on his skills, Mob enlists himself under the wing of Arataka Reagan, a con artist claiming to be a psychic who exploits Mob's powers for pocket change. Now, exercising evil spirits on command has become part of, part of Mob's daily monotonous life. However, the psychic energy he exerts is barely the tip of the iceberg. If his vast potential and unrestrained emotions run berserk, a cataclysmic event that would render him completely unrecognizable will be triggered. The studio behind this amazing anime, also I think it's amazing, is Studio Bones. They're quite famous for FMA Brotherhood, Noragami, and My Hero Academia. So they got all the monies. They got all the monies. Director mm. for this anime is Yuzuru Tachikawa, who's done Death Parade in the original season of Mob Psycho as well. And my expectations going in were quite high because season one was quite amazing, in my opinion. It was a, a quite a a statement from the studio that made it. It was a really good, just a really good fucking thing to watch. Amazing sequences and everything. So I was hoping, I was assuming that season two was going to be pretty good as well. What about you guys? I really enjoyed season one of Mob Psycho, and I knew that pretty much everybody that I had heard talk about this second season said it was really good. My expectations about it were that I thought it was going to be a really good show, um, and I expected it to be largely what the first season was. So, that, those were my expectations. Totally. More of the, more of the same, and maybe a little better. Mandy, Mason. Um. Yeah. So I loved the first season of Mob Psycho. Um. I had high expectations for this one, and I had expectations for uh, more mob growth. So. Yeah, I had really high expectations for it, and I was excited to watch it. So, I, I've been, like, enamored with one's ability to write phenomenal characters, one being the original author of the web manga. And uh, when I watched Mob Season 1, I thought the first episode was kind of weak. But I saw potential in, like, the, the art styles, from, like, the water mixing on glass to, like, just all the cool tricks they pulled. And like the first season of Mob Psycho would be like one of my top 5% of shows all time. Like it's fantastic. So when they announced season two, I was on board and the first episode of that came out and it was perfect. Like that first episode of this season was one of the best Wild. all around. Yeah. And I actually, I we watched that at uh anime, anime NYC last year. Anime. So, Anime, my favorite anime. So anime I was, Haima. I was like, oh, the first season <laughs> had a rough first episode, and it was phenomenal. This season is already off to a great start. Like I was prepared for this to be a solid five out of five show. Cool. And All right, uh, so, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, um, again, I also had expectations going in. So, in giving a spoiler for your recommendation, I basically just want to say watch this show just fucking watch it just fucking watch it go watch season one it's gonna be worth it season two builds off season one not necessarily completely story-wise really but it you it, it season one establishes these characters and you appreciate what goes on in this season much more with that in your in your mind um but watch it everything to me about this show is pretty it's at, it's at least standard and then also just way better so that's what i got to say 
I thought the, uh, sh- the show pretty much gives a little bit of something for everybody. There's some comedy in it. There's really great characters in it. There's there's some drama in it, and there's also some pretty pretty unexpected, incredible action in it. And uh, I honestly don't know who I. It's more like who would I not recommend it to? To be right, honest. yeah, that's a harder question for sure. And, to me, at least. Yeah, and um, yeah. So obviously, I recommend it. Yeah, for sure. It is more of the same. If you if you didn't if you watch Mob Psycho season one and you didn't like it, well, that might be the only reason to not watch this the second season. And if you watching the first season will help you get more out of the second season, but I don't know that it's required really. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I highly recommend watching this season as well. Um, and also definitely go back and watch the first if you haven't seen it. Um, I think Bob Psycho is a very fun series, and it mixes normal, grounded issues with over-the-top psychic powers. So Bob is a very endearing character, and it's very satisfying just to, just to watch him like make friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sweet, and but this season also gives him a lot of character growth and forces him to open up to others, and rather than just stay this stagnant main character who constantly bottles up his own emotions. So we get to see another side of Mob and as well as Reagan, and there are still slice of life moments, but the season really buckles down, delivers uh, a very powerful message. Oh, yeah. And the animation's over the top with a very fantastic OP. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I recommend it. Yeah, to say Mob is an enduring character is such an understatement because he's <laughs> so he's phenomenal. He's the goodest of all he's boys. The, he's the goodest the of all boys. pups ever. No. Yeah. yeah. I guess I brought up season one earlier because while this show is absolutely worth watching and season one is a masterpiece, I believe that season two was a big step backwards. And I actually, because of the potential I saw in season one, I was a little let down by this one. That said, it's still worth watching and there's enough left over in the manga for like one more season. So even though this one I think was a step backwards, I'll be like, still the first in line asking for more mob later on so give it a shot i think i was the opposite i like this one more than season one a I, lot yeah, more i, like I this think one most more people are that one. way and yeah. i i just but I you're, feel it. you're the hottest of takes yeah the hottest hot of take. takes is that uh despite not being as good it's still really darn good yeah <laughs> that's the that's the hottest it got so yeah. take that for what it is <laughs> all right so now you guys have our official Spoiler warning, we're about to go deep into the show. This show that you do not want to get spoiled on the show. This show has a nice little twist that ups the stakes. Get away from the podcast. We're about to go in. If you're going to check it out now, thank you for listening. But right now, we're going to go into Mob Psycho Season 2. Complete spoiler review. Oh my god! Alright, so I guess let's start with the story. <laughs> <Let's-> <laughs> Kills me every time. I Sorry. Know, so let's just start God with the it. opening so we can all say, oh, yes, it's amazing. 100%. It's great. It's got like this Persona 5 aesthetic going on so with like good. the bass production and just the song is good and the visuals are dynamic. Uh, okay, I just want to get that off that, my chest no, right away. Right. That, that bass line, it's so, it just amps you the fuck up the whole time. The whole time. And it gets you ready for the show because the show, although Slice of Lifey, gets you up in energy for sure. But. So yes. Speaking of oh. OPs, can I also just throw out? I, think, I know this is really jumping ahead, but can I throw out that season one's OP spoiled the ending? To Wild. this one with, with the broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's so funny. I did not. I, did, <gasps> oh, I haven't watched season great. one in literally forever, so that didn't register for me. Holy shit. We'll get back to that later. We'll get back to that. Okay. So I guess we let's start with story because I think for me, um, this is where it disappoints the most. Um, Story-wise, in terms of like a general big story arc, it delivers a very standard shonen thing. A big bad arrives near the end of the show. Um, and they they take them down, right? But that is something I can totally overlook personally because before the upswing in actual like big bad story mechanic, beautiful moments of of growth, beautiful character interactions. Mandy, I know you love the Body Improvement Club a lot. Like I love those oh, yeah. dudes. I love shit. those dudes so much. Um, personally, personally, episode seven is my favorite episode. The entire season, which is which the, one was that? I watched this week. To that week, was so the second me. Reagan episode. That was the, okay, s- yeah. the second cool. Reagan episode where he becomes very famous and everything, and then yeah, it, and it, it he gets asked the question like, "Why are you even doing this?" And, and he realizes that it's because he wanted to be a good role model for Mob, kind of, and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. epi- so when you give me an anime that has episodes written like that, there's no way I'm going to give this show a huge step down over story because although you're not giving me an overarching like story that upstakes the whole anime, you gave me beautiful character moments. And that's something that to me is crucial in my engagement. So yeah, so yeah, so story-wise to me it's it's like Beautiful interaction, very standard overarching package. How about you guys? I agree, and honestly, the the ending like for me kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, may, maybe I missed the plot point or something, but like the but the ending where the claw or whatever comes in and starts like wrecking shit, I was like, where the hell are these guys coming? Like, where do they come from? Uh, and may, maybe it, it had just been too long since I've seen season one, and maybe they're in season one. Yeah, they were all in season one. But it's like, they just came out of nowhere very abruptly, and for a lot of the show, I was thinking, you know, this show's really enjoyable, and I really enjoy most things about it, but there's not a very poignant plot, plot line in it. It's mostly about just Mob sort of growing as a character. and Being the bestest boy. But like, but ultimately, like, I don't really buy Mob's de- like development. You know, he just kind of like um, magically, like, you know, he is confident all of a sudden, or this and that. And I'm like, well, great. Well, um, I buy it, and I think Mob's a great character. But there wasn't really, I don't know. It wasn't his his growth wasn't that convincing to me. I don't feel like. And the funny thing is that like, I think that the end of this season probably is people's probably the favorite part of the season for a lot of people because the action is just so good. But to me, I actually found myself thinking. I kind of just want more of these like slow-paced little silly episodes with Mob and Reagan. Wow. Like, I don't really you need. You never the, say that, dude. I, I don't, literally. You never I don't say really. That. Holy I shit. don't really need all this. All the all the all the crazy action at the end. Um, that was kind of how I felt. You say you say I should never say that. No, yeah, you never say that. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's weird. Yeah, you're like you never say that. It's crazy. <laughs> and it's because so I, and it's because Mob and Reagan's interaction is so good that yeah, I could just watch them do stupid little odd jobs, and that's. Not me. Like that's not that's that's me talking shit on um on uh on on, on episodic shows. But you know, whatever. That's that, that I I really think that the action at the end was totally necessary because this is a big part of what has been scaring Mob throughout all of season one. He was scared of his own powers. So we get this we get a lot of episodes where he starts questioning himself. If 
I were to ever be use my powers for evil, who is there to stop me? Because we get to see an episode where someone asks them to curse, asks him to curse somebody. We get to see another one where someone asks him to exercise very nice, sweet spirits, and another one where a psychic is using his powers to peep on women. <laughs> so, like throughout all of those, he towards the end starts to answer that question for himself. There is no one to stop Bob. And he realizes that at the moment where he sees his brother's terrified face. Yeah. And he's reminded of when he harmed his brother and realized, uh, oh shit, I got so caught up in trying to force someone else to change that I've actually caused a lot more harm than good. And even Togichiro vocally acknowledges that that's the main bad guy he says you know with your powers you could have ended this so much sooner so at that moment he mitigates the damage by you know instead of forcing someone else to change he changes himself so i feel like that whole i mean the action is fun to watch but i think he really needed something to scare him out of it and realize oh shit it doesn't take much for someone to slip off the end and i really have to change the way that i think yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you for sure, Mandy. I just, it just sucks for me because, like, I think you're right. Like, like mechanically, the, 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 the crazy action, like, the release of Mob's full power is, like, the full, like, him losing it type shit was definitely necessary for him to retrack and, like, learn that moment. I just wish the big bad was a better big bad. That's that's where it falls for me. I agree. So the big I, bad is so stereotypical. He's that. Yeah. Oh, I just want to take over the world. If because he had fuck, more yeah. a better motive, then yeah, it would yeah. be so much better. So I, Mitsuki, hard agree on the whole idea that the overarching plot points were the downfall of the series. Pretty much all the episodic ones were phenomenal. And all of the multi-episode arcs, whether it be the Mogami arc or the Claw arc at the end of the series, were just so much more lacking compared to like the first episode where he reveals his powers in public for the first time by repairing the paper. The third episode with the ghost family that he decides to oh, leave alone. <laughs> the seventh episode, as Enzo mentioned, which was the conclusion of that little mini Reagan arc of like forging their friendship and he just he shows like oh i knew you weren't a psychic the whole time but you were a good guy good like guy. all of those highlighted moments those were all like 10 out of 10 episodes that were the best the series had to offer but every time it tried to string along a plot over multiple episodes and make it into something bigger it lost the charm and what it what it really excelled at yeah. and i would want to say that i think that the the fight scenes especially the one at the end between the big bad and mob were some of the worst looking fights in this entire series i i'm with you only because of the fight with um the cast like the secondary cast of characters versus teleport boy that shit was dope to me because that was really good because of camera moving not because of like animation it's like well i guess you know not because well, of character a- design or anything, but but the direction of the teleport boy fight versus like um, t- uh, Teru and his and Mob's brother and like the other people fighting, like that fight to me was sick because of the camera movement and the weird perspectives they were giving you. Yeah, like, we got a bunch of like dope. point of views and stuff yeah, and that sharp angles. Dope. That was a good fight. The Mob versus Shibata, aka like that big red ogre guy, where like Dimple like possessed Mob and then Dimple possessed uh, Musashi, the the main guy the of the ca- Body Captain Improvement of, Club. Yeah. 
that was a great fight but the actual totally. fight with the boss was across this backdrop of like ugly browns blacks and reds that wasn't composited well at all and it was just the stereotypical mind controls of throwing buildings at one another yeah and it, same with I thought the, that looked cool. I liked oh, it. It totally, looked so it looked hideous. Cool. The same with I, the, the <laughs> end of the Mogami fight, like where it took place inside the... I know I'm jumping around, but I thought no, overall, good, good. season one fights looks were so much more inventive, stylish, and like sharp looking. This just yeah. kind of fell into tropes. So when yeah, people say the show looked totally. good, I think it took a step back for the risk that it In took. Choreo. I think it fell back. I think it fell back in choreo because when you look at the grand scheme of fights, that last fight, Mob versus Big Bad Boy. Sorry, I I, I I'm terrible with character names, but Mob versus Big Bad, like that. Toichiro. That was to me basically like the One Punch Man last fight, but they just added like buildings flying to each other, and like it, it's like they took a shonen template and just like made it Mob Psycho, which and not in like the best way they could have done it. So. I also think that the last fight was not the most impressive to me, especially coming off the back of the tele- of the te- of the teleport boy fight. Um, so that's why I'm with you on that too. But so yeah, so I liked how teleport boy ended. Yeah, me too. He just peaced out. <laughs> no, he was no, he was so Reagan frightened by Regan's. Oh well, yeah, he, yeah, he sensed, he sensed yeah. the mob's presence and realized, oh, this guy is the mentor of that presence. I yeah. should be concerned. And Regan just like slapped him around a little bit. And I know, he just, but like, he gave yeah. up. But then he peaced out. He teleported yeah. away and never showed himself again. Yeah. That, I, thought, I thought that was cool. He was like, oh, he's just gone. Great. Cool. <laughs> Bye. Um, so, yeah. So, I guess story-wise, we are all like, we all know what we liked about the story, which is probably the character the character growth and everything. But we're all a little bit disappointed in the actual written substance of, like, the big bad overarc. Is that is that where we're at, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Agreed. And but I, there was a lot of, like... Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, I was also kind of... It was... I thought that like the display of power by Mob was, it was very impressive. Uh, I would say. Yeah. But it was it also came like out of out of nowhere, sort of in a way, because I mean he, he had had his little one hundred percent like outbursts before, but he was straight up like Goku shit in this episode, and I don't know. It like I thought it was really cool. It's not really it's not it's not a bad point against the show. I'm just wondering if anybody else thought it was kind of jarring how he went from being like, you know, there's like normal Mob. And then there's like 100% mob, but he was like straight up like I have transcended to like, you know, a Question god a, a god tier level like character, where he's like controlling half of the buildings in the city with, with making them making half the buildings in the city fly around with telepathy and all this. And I'm like, like this came out of nowhere. Like he like he he went he went from like Yamcha to to Super Saiyan three Goku like instantly. And I was like, wow, it was crazy. Um, did anybody I'm else feel like though. that? I, I, I felt like it was yeah. coming. Yeah, I felt like it was coming too because even at 100%, he was always very conscious of like, don't, 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 don't freak out, like don't freak out. And then he let himself freak out the last fight. And then he, and then like Manny mentioned, like he reeled it back in, seeing her, seeing his brother's face. But like he, but he lost it. That like during that last fight, he freaked out. Like he was doing like an evil laugh and everything, right? Like I, right? He did that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. He, like he was evil. He was evil laughing while fighting the big bad because he was like. Oh shit! I am so fucking powerful, and it feels great. I don't. I've never been. I've never been here before. And then he reeled it back in. That's why KG is so important to this overall. Because I think this was definitely coming all through season one. He was very reserved. He never really expressed his thoughts or emotions to others. So 
I think he just bottled everything up and through like that fake world that KG crafts for him, he's constantly bullied and rendered defenseless and he just takes the abuse and never speaks out against it. So when KG gives him his use of his powers back, Mob immediately kills all of them and or comes close to. And I like that it's showing that like, don't, you can't let others push you around, stay silent all the time, because that rage is going to build up inside of you. 100%. And you can cause a lot more harm than good. And people don't change just because you let them beat up on you. <laughs> Something that mob needs to grow past and, uh, becoming, is becoming more expressive and open with others. I mean, it, it proves the evil guy's point that negative emotions do oh, have a lot of power to them. Yeah. So it, justify that in a bit i guess if we're talking about the mob power level dynamic the this one of the most disappointing scenes for me was at the end of episode eight where like mob comes home to find like his home and family like burning mm -hmm. to shambles mm -hmm. and, and upon which his emotional states like rockets for like the second time to like the the triple question mark percent yeah and i was like here we go this sets up perfectly to hit the ground in episode nine beginning of the claw arc and it's going to be great and right at the beginning, it stumbles out of the gate and loses all the hype because yeah. they're like, ah, oh, it was actually all a fake. And within like 10 minutes, he's like sleeping and he's calmed down. And like, I feel like they missed a big opportunity mm. to yep. say like, oh, this could have been like what this emotional yeah. state meant. I totally and agree because at the beginning of episode nine, the second dimple calms him down. Like it literally in the first minute of the episode, I literally laughed. I was like, come on, like, really? Like, that's it? Like, like mob literally had that face where I was like, oh shit, like like you said, like things are about to pop off right now. Like right now things are about to pop off super hard for like the last four episodes. And they kinda yeah. just like immediately backtracked. Like, like they devalued like, the it's impact. Like, yeah, it's like they, they wrote a cliffhanger for cliffhanger's sake and then just took they took back their word on it, which is always disappointing in every story that, that does that. Um so yeah, so, I was scared though when I watched that at the end of episode eight. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh shit!" Like the parents. Terrified. Oh boy, uh, he, was, yeah, also, he was about to go ape shit for sure. Yeah, episode one made me cry. Oh, same. I was episode same. one sobbing was at that one. So beautiful. Episode one was yeah. a masterpiece of fucking storytelling and writing with substance. Like every word in that episode mattered, every single word, and the all culminated in the last scene of the first episode. Like fuck, it was such a great episode, dude. Damn it. Damn it. Did anybody okay. really think the parents were dead? I thought so. I thought for a minute, yeah. Yeah, I, I like they, they could have done that and I would have been like, oh shit, they really did it. Wow. Like, oh boy. Did you guys um, how, how how did you guys feel about the OP in the show? I know I know Mandy, you said you liked it. Um I think we all talked about it. Yeah. Didn't we? It was great. It wasn't as cheesy as the the first season's opening, which is where they like counted up to a hundred. Yeah. Which was a nice yeah, little touch, I, but it got old quick. This one was a had a much better song selection and such yeah. so many cool like inventive CGI effects with like the characters popping off in that like zigzag colors. pattern. Okay, okay. It well, was, I mean like I know I, I know we mentioned it. I just wanted to I just wanted to say like I the whole animation sequence of it aside, I just for some reason I just don't care for it when, when the when the actual music is clearly written specifically for the show. Where, uh, oh really? Yeah, I just really I love that. I think it's interesting. I don't know. I just I, I sort of agree. It I depends mean, how it's used. I mean, if if, if you if you read the subtitles of the of the song, it's it's just it's it's obviously written for the show and yeah, it is. And it's just sure. I don't know. Isn't it mostly in English? Yeah, about it's like, like they're, they're, until they're the girl like, until the girl starts yeah. singing, it's in English for the most part. Um, 
Yeah, I yeah. Do. Both both seasons had music written for the openings. I just I just wondered how you guys felt about that because I, um, it, it's not always as obvious as it was this time. Like sometimes sometimes the shows the music's written for the for the show, but it's it's um, you know, it doesn't have a lot of English in it or whatever, so it's not so obvious that that that's the case. But in this one, you know, they're chanting ninety nine point nine, and and Mob's name is said like you know a dozen times in the song. So I just wasn't sure how you guys felt about it. To me, I kind of feel like it's a little... I don't, I'm not sure what the right word is. Like, So so you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that you don't think the Pokemon theme song is worth... <laughs> I was is, about to is, say, Pokemon and JoJo both Pokemon. have <laughs> unique OPs written. You're going to look me and you're going to take that cute bald head and look at me and tell me that the Pokemon theme song Are you trying to butter is me wrong? Up? I'm, trying to, I'm trying to let you know that there's, there's hope Digimon? out there. Digimon? Digimon, huh? To Season be fair, four? those are, those are a lot like American like rewrites to like True, yeah. sell it off the bat. But yeah, I do yeah. agree with Mitsugi's point that like a lot of times it comes off as a little too cheesy and too ham fisted. Yeah. Maybe that's the maybe that's one. It has to execute well. It but has to execute well. But like the Digimon and Card Capture, those are those are English translated versions, right? I mean Yeah. So is Pokemon. And Pokemon. Yeah. I, I'm talking yeah. about like this is not that's not the case here. Um eh. I mean, I'm guessing. I liked it. I liked it. It's fine. It's fine if you liked it. I just wanted to see what your take was. I personally would rather them hire like a like a a pop star or something to, or you know, like license one of their songs or something. But that's just my style. I don't know. Yeah. So whatever. I was I was just curious. All right. So that so we 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 I think we did a good job on the story and in the story we also we covered a lot of characters, but we I think there's several characters here that I think deserve a good shout out. Um, for me it's Reagan. I think Reagan played. A stupidly huge role in this. Oh fucking, yeah, in this season, mm-hmm. like it's incredible. It's incredible how this, how one was able to write a character that has zero power, but his power is just his humanity and how he uses his language. Like language is his biggest tool. He uses it expertly. He uses it recklessly sometimes too. But in that, he finds himself and realizes that he plays a bigger role in all this as someone that Mob looks up to. And he, when he realizes that role, I think that's where, that's where his character to me shifts in like the best way possible. And he becomes like the dude I want to hang out with the most ever. Like that, I want to hang out with Reagan so fucking bad. I want to hang out with him so bad. I wish he was a fucking real dude. Ugh. But yeah, I think I think he's still. I wouldn't want to work for him. I would not want to work for him, but I would definitely <laughs> grab a beer with a dude for sure. Hmm. I know. What, do you guys have any characters that you guys like were a shiny? I want to. I want an entire spinoff of just the Body Improvement Club, and I want to see the Body <laughs> Improvement Club show up in the How How Heavy Are Your Dumbbells anime. That wow, that'd be great. That'd be sick. I love how they just celebrate all these tiny little accomplishments and, and birthdays, birthdays. And, yeah. they always th- and they always throw people so up. And they, always, they always throw them each other up in the air and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, the scene where they're fighting Big Red Hulk boy and like Captain before getting possessed puts his human ass body between the demon's yeah. foot stomping down and mob unconscious on the floor and he gives that speech where he's like mob you may have been the weakest of us all but you're always there running behind us and that's yeah. that's enough for me to stand here between you and this demon to make sure you're good. I was like, "Bro, stop with the fucking onion cutting." Like it's not. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so and, sweet. It's so and sweet. And he ends up being stronger because yeah. his his muscles were crafted by his own efforts, not like psychically like yeah. done. I, I love what that shit. Like that he's great. rewarded for his efforts. That was freaking yeah, great. I'm sure. I'm sure you love that, Mitz. I'm sure you. Oh, love that I was all about that his shit. muscles were not built out of oh, psychic he's so alteration. Swole. He's so swole. He's oh. so swole. Musashi, mm. our boy, hundred percent swole. 
and the other guy in the club who like gave up his shoes right oh that was, to, that was funny though that was funny because yeah. that when, when he walked away i was just like the cards i was like oh my god that dude's so cool and then the rest of the members are just like oh yeah he just bought the wrong size so <laughs> <laughs> so so funny i actually liked katsuya because i think he's a good example of what mob could easily have become that's the umbrella guy. You know, like oh, he was so sure. terrified of his own powers, and that unfortunately Toichiro, bad dude, got to him first and manipulated him into thinking that. I mean, Katsuya wasn't able to think for himself at first, and uh-huh. so Toichiro was easily able to manipulate him into thinking that he was a good guy, but giving him him um him a normal ass umbrella and a saying this is going to control your powers. Umbrella. I was going to say that was a really nice touch, and I did like that yeah. scene. Yeah, I will, you know, just to go off that character's arc into, like, Umbrella Dude, I think Umbrella Dude is, is is the best example of, I mean, aside from Mob, too, but, like, from the side characters, like, Umbrella is the best example of the show, I think, like, it's one of the last lines of the, of the show, but, like, um, the, the bad guy says, people need people. Um, yeah. and, I, and, like, that's, that's the message I took away from the show, is that the show, to me, is just showing how, like, how like yes, it's important that you make your decision at the end of at the end of things, but it is crazy how much influence just the people that you by chance are surrounded with every day, how much their influence is on like that influence mm-hmm. that people have is daily. Daily influence. Like er, like every bit of energy that you put out in your day life, the people around you pick it up and are influenced by it, whether you want to or not. So like it's 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 like a message saying, like, hey, like be the best version of you so that you put that energy out and other people can see that and learn from that and hopefully become the best version of themselves too. Even if you don't even mean for that to be the case, but you should just be that way by default because people need people. And when people are lonely, they're going to seek the first thing that comes to them. And if the first thing that comes to them is bad boy with a, with a fucking white umbrella, that's going to take over the world soon. Like that's, that's, that's a thing. Like that's why people not, not to get super real, but people in poverty here end up, you know, stealing and stuff because, they meet the wrong people along the way and they're desperate and that and that happens so that's the message i took for sure from the anime yeah i think there's a very strong theme of your life is your own throughout this whole one throughout this whole season oh my goodness uh, they said that in the op wow they did okay yeah whatever did you not remember that no no wait that's (laughs) no that's literally the where the mob psycho like text comes from it comes from your life is your own and then it says that in text and in the song yes 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 yes, anyway sorry i don't remember i thought you were making a reference (laughs) anyway uh i guess that helps to cement it that it actually was the message go on (laughs) no that was all i really had is that um trying to control others or allowing others to control you is um you know a perversion of your own free will so it's i don't know uh, i thought it had I a like, very strong message at i the like end. that a perversion of your own free will yeah that's what you want to avoid for sure i mean uh, i love how one does his characters i did think though besides the big bad being like a typical big bad like the big theme of most of the enemies were was all about the like oh the superiority of their own psychic abilities like having power gives them the right to lord over others and use them as tools and i feel like there's almost all the enemies so far have had the this exact same like frame of reference and i felt like we've already got the message and it keeps on getting brought up like i want to see in season three have some enemies with a different look at the world because i think that's what will help improve these big 
story arcs is if they have more of a clash of ideals that we haven't seen yet. Did anybody think yeah. that that umbrella that umbrella man looked like Muta from from uh, from Space Brothers? From Space Brothers. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> I fucking did. I said did. Thank you. Thank you for making me feel not alone. Hey, you know what? Anytime. That's why I'm here. Um, but yeah, so I think in general, the the cast, the surrounding cast of characters was they all did their job. Like they all entertained me when Mob was not the center stage. Very well so. I think there's, there's several characters in their show that took the stage well, including Mob's brother. I think Mob's brother is so sick. He's a great dude. Um, but yeah, so that's really all I got for characters. Body Improvement Club is dope. Reagan's oh, yeah. the fucking chillest bro. Side characters are all great. Dimple is fantastic. I love Dimple. Um, yeah. So if we don't have any more thoughts on characters, we can move on to just going over the art and music before we go into final conclusion. I mean, I thought the art was... I think we touched on both. Yeah, I thought we did too. We <laughs> did, right? Yeah, okay, we did. I thought did. the art was great. Yeah. Music was not the not the high point of the show, but had good spots. I didn't like the OP. I don't think I ever even listened to the ending. It's solid. It didn't it didn't take my attention for 100% of the time. I think I skipped yeah, the I agree. every time. I think, I think the animation... I'm someone that likes the animation in ping pong. So, like, when the animation... Yeah, yeah when the animation... You know, started to go a little, little off model and very like uh, I call I call it very wrinkly. Y'all know what I mean if you see it. Very wrinkly animation. I'm totally okay with it as long as the choreo and the cinematography is there to back it up. Um, it is for a lot of it, like ninety percent of the time, the good. The choice of off model art is accompanied by great camera directing. Great fight choreo. Um, Teleport Boy fight is like I think the pinnacle of this of the achievement here for this show. Um, there are times though, like in the last fight, it's very generic choreo, and like it, and then so the off modeling just looks cheap. Um, but overall, I think the art for the show is pretty fucking solid. I think the pixel animation for the powers of the second part is pretty solid too. Yeah, I just overall, while it is good, I thought it was a setback experimentally from season one. Like, to me, nothing lived up to as good as that alley fight oh, from, fuck. like, I the forget. midway of first season. I forgot. I forgot where they went, that. like, up the building or whatever. That was, uh... Forgot. That, that was peak mob for me. But, uh, yeah, it still holds up well. For sure. All right. Mandy, yeah. any thoughts on the animation before we move on to final conclusion? No, I thought the fight scenes looked great. I don't know. I was entertained. Cool. Oh, oh yeah. I, I will say I was definitely entertained no matter what, but I couldn't help. I couldn't help but sometimes be like, oh, okay. Ah, oh, the compositing was so yeah. bad, though. <laughs> All right. Which so which scene? I don't know. The last uh, one. End of the Mogami arc, too. The last one. I would say the last one. I didn't really care about the... I, I didn't really notice that the... the I didn't really have a high expectation for that for the Mogami stuff, so I did. I guess I didn't notice it then, but for the big bad fight, there were definitely parts but I was just like, that looks lazy, but... I mean, I'm not an animator, so I can't even talk shit. <laughs> um, um, I thought this. Okay, do you want to start with your final conclusion, Mitz? I thought it was a great show to binge. I, I binged it, and it was super easy. Like, it's amazing how some shows are just like not bingeable, and some shows you just can't put down. Um, Dope. I think the show has the it factor for sure. I think it's really hard to put my finger or figure my finger on exactly what it is about it that makes it so likable. But I have a hunch it's the characters. But I think it, I definitely think it has the it the it they use it in sports a lot the it factor yeah um, all in all I didn't have too many complaints about the show I thought it was really good wanted a little more story thought the ending was kind of 
I get it that we're trying to like I, I think it was just like you know uh, mobs trying to like confront his power or whatever, but it seems a little gratuitous. I um I liked it I liked it a lot though. If they make if, if I'm not sure if they're making season three yet, but if they are, I'm I'm down. Um, I've been is the manga over? I thought the manga was over. It is. So essentially, uh, there's like 110 chapters in it, and season one covered 50 of them, and season two covered 40. And I know you're thinking like, oh, there's only like. 20 or so chapters left including like the omake or extra chapters but there's a lot of like dense stuff in that last section that there should be enough for season three mm, okay. i think this sh- i think I'm, I'm teetering between like a four i'm in the four-ish range um but i think i'm gonna i really enjoy watching the show so based off that methodology i'm gonna give the show uh Four and a half embarrassing things said on television by Reagan out of five. Nice. It's good. Um, okay, good yeah, I can go. I can go next. Um, yeah, I think this show gave me basically everything I like in anime. It's a reminder, and I say this only for shows that I really fucking enjoy. It's a reminder to me as to why anime is a fantastic, marvelous medium because you get visual spectacle. It, you know, you get beautiful choreography you get amazing characters that are written super well secondary characters that you adore the main cast having you know in exchanges and personal growth moments and you it gives you more morals that you can reflect on that you look you can look into yourself and be like wow like i'd never thought about that in, in myself like maybe i should be more conscious about these kind of things myself in my daily life so i learned from the show I loved watching it. I loved listening to it. Um, it is just everything I could ask for in an anime executed well. So, yeah. So even though the big bad could have been better, it does meet a standard. So I can't. I can, I don't hate it. I don't, I don't even dislike it. I still like it. Um, so to me, Mob Psycho Two is a five. Five. Uh, Woo! Five. Uh, Broccoli is out of Two five. Two fives in a row from Enzo. Aww. Broccoli is great. I was going to do broccoli. Sorry, friend. Uh, <laughs> I can go next. So, on a scale of a five, like, Mob Season 1, like, every episode on a pr- was, like, a four to four and a half. And it was, like, some of the best, like, cuts of animation that I've seen and it absolutely floored me. On the other hand, like, Mob Season 2, like, oscillated between, like... Two out of five episodes in the larger Mogami and Claw arcs and like masterpiece five out of five episodes in like the more day-to-day struggles of the characters. And like in full honesty, like not judged against that first season, this season I'd probably give like a four out of five. But I just can't remove that context of the potential that I saw in it. And I really felt soured and let down by like what should have been impressive set pieces that just fell flat for me so as much as i love this series and like what enzo touched on with like the morals and the lessons that it teaches us and so many of the characters within it uh i'm gonna give mob a 60 percent of out of 100 or three out of five wow because i just something about it just i did not enjoy over half of my time with it and it all makes sense like you know, looking at it on the summary or just 
looking through, I don't see anything wrong with it, but something about the season just rubbed me the wrong way for most of the time that I couldn't, I couldn't jive with. But uh, like I said, season three, I'll be first in line asking for more. Um, I thought the season was fantastic. The only complaint I had was that Toichiro is a very stereotypical villain who doesn't really have any good motives for what he's doing, yeah. <laughs> except that he's just drunk with power. I'm That's basically angry. It. <laughs> I I am a bad guy, so therefore I want to take over the world. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I can be bad because I'm stronger than you. Yeah, exactly. So so silly. But outside of that, everything else. I loved. I loved that Mob got some actual growth in this season, because um, I think he could have easily stayed a very stagnant character who never learned from anything else that was going around him. And I'm happy that it forced him to. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. So I'd give it four point five dimples out of five. Wait, um, you know what, Mandy? Way to go! You and I had the same score. That was good. <laughs> We came, we came together and high five. Line, high five. Air high, yeah. Nice. Well, in, so in, I think we average out pretty high. Uh, listener score, um, oh. 86% scored at a five and 14% scored at a four. And there is no other scores outside of those. Would you like to chat with an Alexa hmm. Prize social wow. bot? That's, uh, that's pretty no. impressive, actually. Every, yeah. No one thought it was, nobody thought it was less than a four except Mason. Except Mason. The show is fantastic, and you should watch it. I just rated it low because everything I loved about it was already in the first season. Fair. But yes, watch the show. Please do it. All right. I scratched the mailbags because we're, we're running long already. So Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, that, that was a good show. You know, that's the that kind of show that show. I think that's that, that's a, like somebody asked me, like someone said, someone recently said, my daughter has got, recently caught the anime bug. She's got these like she has Verve or whatever, or whatever it was, and I'm like, and she, he said, you know what? Can you recommend some shows that she might like? And she, and he, he routed off a couple of things she already watched, like Ergo Proxy and some other things. And I was like, and Mob Psycho was one of the shows I said. You know, there were some other my cliche stuff I threw in there that that are, that are my personal favorites that I think are good. Um, but Mob Psycho was on that list, and because I, I, th- I just think this is a show that that newcomers to anime can really like will really um enjoy because it's got some action in it and the characters look nice i agree i think it's a good i think it's a good introductory show for people yeah i think i think it's a super solid start like a and the message is so good i think if more people watch this show you you become a nicer better person for it become a good pup you know it's good vibe for the industry good mojo yeah and to be honest all you need is the body improvement club that's it Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's all you need. Oh, you need uh, the okay. liaise with them. Yeah. Last, last thing is right before Mob lands like the final fucking blow on the last, on the big bad, he literally yells out, body improvement club, fight on. And I thought that was so <laughs> fucking cute. <laughs> all right. Um, I think that does it for episode 480 of the Anime Ags Anonymous podcast. Please find us at aapodcast.com slash join create a account tell a friend tell no please tell a friend tell a co-worker tell, tell anybody. a friggin friend um, if, you, if you if you pay the monthly stuff you can listen to our hentai episodes hobby acts after parties it's a whole bunch of episodes for just some monies a month um you can find us on itunes please subscribe we are very much one of the better known podcasts but if you want to strive to be the best you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash group slash a podcast thank you so much for everyone that joined us live, please join us in the, in the Discord, and you can check out the live stream channel where we post the stuff we're talking about usually now. Um, 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Enzo Badia, E-N-Z-O-B-A-D-I-A, Mandy. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Mandy or A-A-A underscore Mandy. Sorry. Uh, Mandy spelled with an I. Uh, Mitz. I am at Pope Mitsugi on Twitter. But let me tell you, I know I know that most of you guys are some of you. I, I think it's most. But, you know, I think you're on the fence a little bit about these like extra episodes we do. But if my story today about carrying a 50 pound dog down a friggin mountain and I'm yep. not talking about like I'm not talking about, you know, a little mountain in your backyard, like, oh, I had to drive up a hill in my car and it was steep. I'm talking about a friggin' mountain where people die, okay? If my story about carrying a 50-pound dog down a mountain in a backpack doesn't get you to sign up for Hobby Addicts, man, nothing will. So get over man. there. It was quite a compelling story. There was blood, there was snow, there was ritual huts. There was, there there was, was a sacrificial skyrim. The Dark altar. Brotherhood showed up. The Dark Brotherhood was there too. Was, I'm sure there was, was a dragon somewhere. Oh, I it flew overhead. Mitsugi is just, yeah, he's just, he's fusor dawing all over the place. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I'm telling you something. It's nuts. Gotcha. And Mason, I, you don't do social media, right? You nope. don't want to talk nope. to no one. You don't want to talk to none of y'all. Anyway, unless you're in the Discord, then I'll talk with you all day. Yes, he's a, yeah, he's definitely on there a lot. Um, so yeah, that does it for episode 480. We're gonna go do an after party and stuff now. Thank you so much. We love you. Don't forget to love each other. Thank you so much for listening. Until the next week. Peace. Out. Bye guys. Your life is your own. Put baby. that in your anime yes, pipe and smoke it. Oh, come on. <laughs>